0: Hi, boys and girls, this is Motorcycle Man, episode number fifty two. Okay. All right. (laughs) Arnold is here, obviously. My name is Ted, and I'm also, uh, and uh, I'm here with Tim. uh, (laughs) Tim Buck Two is here, and also Chris the Joker is here. How are my brothers? I like that. I like that. How's uh, how's my brothers doing?
1: We're doing? doing.
0: We're just just doing.
1: Well, that's all I can do—is do. Is do. <laughs> so I'm no. injured.
0: Well, yeah. Tell us about your injury, Tim. Yeah, what?
1: I hurt my Achilles tendon or my plantar fasciitis is acting up. Did you
0: do that on purpose? Well, no. No.
1: I did it at work? Just taking a step. It all takes is a wrong step, and I'm old. Things are just falling off. <laughs> Apart. So
0: well, we don't want things falling <laughs> off of you. <laughs> yeah. We Something. don't want we don't want to find things like laying around. Uh, uh, this must be Tim's,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> like Walking Dead, you know, yeah. got a Part coming off, of yeah.
0: Walking. How you doing, Chris? I'm alive. Yeah, I see that. You've been, uh, you've, been, you've, been you've been you guys have been riding.
2: I have
1: been. I ran rode one time. And where'd you go? To work. <laughs> just ride to work.
0: Damn, dude. That's All I do. You know, at, yeah. I'm just saying, it's it's pretty. If you bought that bike brand new. At that current rate, you would never exceed the factory warranty.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're right. You just never would.
0: How about you, Chris? What's going on with you?
2: Uh, nothing. <laughs> Did you ride? Yeah, I have ride, and that's about it.
0: Have you been doing your three and four miles here and there?
2: Yeah, you know, occasional 15, 20, 30 here. Yeah. Just riding around.
1: Tooling around. Yeah. That's not, about it. Nowhere about it. Special. No we're special. No. Planning
2: on uh, thinking about going... Uh, Getting a bunch of people and riding out to uh, Centrally, Pennsylvania.
0: What's going on out there?
2: Centrally, Pennsylvania is that town that has the coal mine. Yes. Co- coal mines that burnt underneath right. it It's still oh, burning to this day. Right. Yes. Yeah, it was loose. And there's only thing. like five <coughs> people living there now. Yeah, yeah. Seven. Seven. seven.
0: When? Uh, when's it, when are When's when you gonna do this?
2: I don't know. It was uh, just talking about it last night. There's a couple of guys. Yeah, so got It's about that time of the season, like to get out. And do do we know where it something. is? It's in Centralia. Pennsylvania. <laughs> I, I said that. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Pennsylvania. Two, two and a half hours from here. Are wow. you sure?
0: Go, do we have to go to the maps and look at it? Let's go to like, the maps. Centralia.
2: They use that. That was the, uh, a, a slight inspiration for the uh, Silent Hill.
1: Oh, really? Cool. Yeah.
0: Centralia, PA. Here we are. And uh, the link. The di- distance. Okay, here we, go, here we go. Directions. Look
2: up the pictures. It's really creepy, man. Uh, I want. I've been wanting to go out there for years. And it's a great ride because it's out. It's out in the middle. It's out in the, the country.
0: All right, here we go. Travel time from he- here to there would be two hours and thirty-four minutes. Oh my
2: God, it's so far now. <laughs> How many miles is it?
0: Uh, one hundred thirty-seven miles one No way. big deal. That's nothing. So that's you can do a good two. Do- too. pretty good. That's three you, you quarters of my tank. 78 most of the way out. And then uh, you don't want to take 80, that's for sure. Three quarters of my tank. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. That's You know, it's funny because I I know you had originally mentioned that you were thinking about going out to uh, the York plant. Yeah, because that's, that's the Saturday. And that's demo mom's days, yeah. birthday. Yeah, screw mom. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, wow. You heard it here no, first, just, people. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know that's I you got
2: tell else. Didn't you say that there was something else there too?
0: Well, just the York plant and the Harley Davidson plant. Where's that? Did, uh, that's in New York, PA, in Reading. They do the. Uh, well, how far their, is that today? Uh, I think it's an hour and a half. It's like right. I don't see it on there. Right where Reading is. Oh, okay. So if I move okay. this little stick down here, knee, 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 there, uh, two hours and four. It's about two hours. Eh, two hours.
1: Yeah. What's the, click, click on the other? Uh, the road, here, here you
0: go. That one It's two hours. Still two hours. Two hours and five minutes. Ew. So that's not too bad. Still, you know, it's uh 114 miles. You can do that in your sleep. I can. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Doing it, doing one at a one mile at a time. I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> one mile. Take Stop. a break. One mile. Take well, a break. Right,
0: yeah. So you want to get there next year? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So anyway, so we got some cool things going on. Uh, that's our riding. Or we're gonna have some great weather. What About and- you,
1: you didn't say what you're riding.
0: Oh well, uh, what have I been riding? I have been riding. I have actually, actually, uh, any opportunity I had last week, I did a lot of riding, uh, cranking up those miles. Uh, not that the challenge is over, of course. Uh, but Sunday, I did the Rolling Thunder event Ooh. here in New Jersey, good uh, and
2: good shit. yeah, it was pretty good. You know, they I ordered my patches. So my wimp- my dimension. my wimpy
0: brothers went wim- wimped out on me. <laughs> they did not join. I me. I
2: didn't really whoop out on you. I just overslept the <laughs> whole. I, all my plans, <laughs> due to other reasons, got fucking f- changed and bullshit. And
0: <laughs> well, you know, it was good. I tell you, I got there. I got there at eleven twenty five, and I was literally in the last ten guys.
2: That's perfect.
0: Man. Now, but wait, as we took off we were, everybody was leaving. I looked behind me to see how many riders were behind me, and it was just the chase vehicle behind. Me. <laughs> I That's was great. the last guy. Well, yeah, eventually, what ended up happening? I is like of to Christmas. be a tail gunner. I don't want let me, tail gunner. me tell you a little something about. Here is what I learned about doing a large event like this. Now there had to be. I posted a picture on Most the Facebook page.
2: <laughs> well, they're, they're,
0: I'll, Let me get to that. How many
2: bikes did you see drop?
0: I didn't see any drop. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I didn't just witness made me for myself
2: that they're not people just in the line not moving, dropping their bikes.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I didn't witness any fall. But here's the thing: uh, there had to be about thirty five hundred bikes. I did post a picture on Facebook, and I figured, wow, I'm that's pretty, very low. It's about thirty five hundred year. I think they got
2: they got close I tell
0: you, one of the interesting things is when you're sitting in a crowd like that, and you're just sitting there, and everybody starts their motorcycles all together at the same time. Majority of which are were, were cruisers. Majority of which were Harleys. Uh, the rumble is almost deafening. That's great. And you can feel it in the ground. Like, it's pretty like
1: cool. rolling thunder. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now, if it was
0: all electric bikes, it would be a rolling silence, I suppose. But um, uh, there were a lot. Uh, I, I would say, if I had to break it down into percentages, I would say, let's say there were a thousand bikes. just say a uh, uh, 950 were harleys. There were maybe 10 indians. <laughs> uh, there were actually a lot of sport bikes and they all had chopped off exhaust. Their exhausts were chopped off and they like to rev the crap out of those things and ear piercing. Just ear piercing. Yeah, those bikes are that high pitched
1: sound. <laughs> yeah, I want to know why
2: because the movement that I that I fully support loud pipes loud pipes save lives. A lot of those guys are starting to unbaffle. Um, well, in this uh, particular case, loud bikes were
0: irritating the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, those I I don't mind if a Harley's loud, but when you get one of those sport bikes that are like me! really super loud, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just want to poke my eyes out. Yeah, you know? <laughs> I just want to stick pencils in my ear. But um, there were uh, there was the one spider. There's one can am. All right.
1: That should have been riding in the back.
0: <laughs> no, but here's the most irritating thing of them all: there were two slingshots. Really? I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? And where were they? They were near the. Uh, they were. They weren't at the back of the pack. They were in mixed in with everybody else.
1: They should have been in the back. They
0: should have been in the back.
1: Right. But either way, they're, they're supporting the cause. They were. If you're thinking but, about it. Like, oh, man. They really should be in the, all cars and vehicles like that. They should have been at part. the back. Two wheels up front, (laughs) three wheels in the back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There were there were there were a a bunch of trikes. Which there was, uh, I did see one gold wing with a sidecar. Really, nice. Yeah, Uh, it it was a good ride. And I tell you, here is my. What are you doing, Chris? What are you like talking to your bookie or something? No, no,
2: no, no, no. Getting named. ignore me motherfucker
3: what the show this is what
1: this is what i okay all right, all right this is what i do this is what he does this is what i do well, this is what he does he can't pay attention to his own shit just, all
0: right but i want you to comment on the things that i say right. now, here's one of the uh, this is an observation here's an observation of this type of ride riding at the back of the pack of an event this large is a bad thing and let me tell you why it's a bad thing. Why is it bad? Because that's where all the amateurs and noobs are. Because they're afraid to ride in the pack with everybody else. So they hang at the back. <laughs> that's a place you don't want to be because I'm surrounded myself with noobs are going, oh my God, these people can't ride a straight fucking line to save their lives. Oh, really? Oh my... They, they didn't do the two by two or... No! I mean, I tried... Oh my God, I tried to hold a staggered formation... But with all these noobs, I was surrounded by. They like you know because they, they.
1: But whether, wait, uh, were those noobs on sports bikes?
0: No, they were on everything. Big bikes, little bikes, See, see sports. sports
1: bikes don't do that. No, if well, you, you, you no. don't. You don't see that too much. What? They ride uh, ride in staggered formation. They just ride anywhere. That's pretty. See it, see it, see
0: there was a lot of that going on. But I'm saying a lot of these people that were riding, the, you could tell they were noobs and amateurs because they could at slow speed. I'm holding a straight as an arrow line, just cruising along, holding the right track in the lane, just just puttering along. Right,
3: right. Yeah,
2: I get what you're saying. And
0: then everybody else, he they got they're weaving all over the place, left and right. There's like, oh my god, it was, it was frightening at times, just absolutely frightening. You gotta
1: just keep your distance. That's all.
0: <sighs> you know, and I try to hold the staggered formation, and somebody's coming in, and, they, but when they, and people are weaving, in and then I'm like, oh my god, they don't get it. Did it
1: turn into a slinky ride?
0: Uh. At times, it was a slinky ride. Uh, the only place it really bunched up is just before we got it. We were on Route 35 most of the trip, and just before we got on the parkway, that's when we went from consuming four lanes to consuming just one. So we all had to do it that way. And uh, Police escort, of course, the whole way. Yeah, it was a police escort. Of course, there was. They blocked uh,
1: off the parkway for you?
0: They blocked off everything. And there was a lot of people, a lot of spectators over there waving. And there are some people who are riding their motorcycles. That's fun s- to see too. I like that. Yeah, That's cool. a lot of fun. I, was, I think that was really great to see. Uh, it's because you know, it is a wonderful event, and you get to see a lot of people riding their motorcycles and tooting their horns when they can't hold a straight line. <laughs> so that's a little bit frightening, you know, even all over the place. And
2: they go beep beep beep. And, ah, whoa! Hey! Whoa!
1: Whoa! <laughs> It's all like, okay. I, I don't know how you can because I know if I took my hands off my wheel, my motorcycle would still ride straight. <laughs> I, you know? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think I, my I tell you, what, the bike, it just goes straight.
1: Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. the only way it's what weaving all over the place they're is because doing, they're, they're, they're doing, doing it. It's right. right. They're amateurs. Right. They're mov- either well, that or right. they're moving around on the seat causing the bike to yeah, do they're, that. At, they're amateurs.
0: I even saw some, uh, this, there was this, uh, somehow I ended up behind this woman who had a trike. And uh, she was a small woman, and so she had a trike. It was like, okay, fine. So maybe she just can't hold up the. But she had a, she had a, uh, a Harley. Uh, no, actually, I'm sorry. I think it was a Boulevard. It was a Boulevard oh, really? trike. Yeah.
1: How does he get Boulevard? Doesn't make a uh, trike.
0: Well, a conversion. It was a conversion, obviously, but it was a trike, and she was <laughs> she was weaving side to side too. So it was like, she just consumed the whole lane by herself. There was no staggered formation with that.
1: Yeah, mostly trikes are going to do that yeah. anyway. Wow. Well.
0: But anyway, once we got down to uh, the Guards at Art Center, which I will continue to call because otherwise, banking institution, art center, you know, <laughs> uh, it was everybody kind of like, it kind of thinned out when everybody got there. It really was it wasn't that many people there when we got there. Everybody kind of when we got to the destination everybody kind of just like went their own separate ways, you know?
1: A lot of people just got there and just took off. That's things.
0: that's exactly what happened. A lot of people got there and Nobody took off. No. I mean there was a lot of cool things going on. They did the whole presentation and everything out there. It was good.
1: Right, what was the uh, that was for the POWs, right? Yeah, yeah so, the MIA. The, yeah. the, the distir- this disturbing part is when you put the uh, video of the guy being carried in the cage. Yes. That was disturbing. I mean, even though it's put on, it's just disturbing. Well, yeah, and he stayed. And he stayed.
0: He stayed in that cage for the entire presentation. Everything. Wow! Yeah. So, uh, in, in uh, actually, I had, had a chance to meet uh, Joe Bean, who is the president of Rolling Thunder, and uh, we're going to try to get him on the show prior to their 30th anniversary coming up in May.
2: That's the DC one. That's, that's in DC. The
0: that's going to be the 30th. That's one. So a that's going to be a big one. There's uh, a million bikes on that one. Yeah, wow. going
2: to be. That's the one I want to do next. That's yeah, the there's going
0: to be, do, uh, do. Uh, you know, seven hundred and fifty thousand bikers and twenty five hundred thousand newbies on that
2: ride. More than that, five
0: hundred thousand newbies. Yeah, there's a ride you want to be on. Um, oh, wonderful. Uh, moving on, let's say hello to some of our friends. We got Joe G. Surefire Designs. Get Joe your G. leather on with Joe G. Of course. Uh, Jim Simeone over at Sims Designs. Your bike. Sims Designs, awesome. Your bike isn't cool until it's Sims Design cool. Uh, Steve at TT Cycles Steve Steve is going to be on the show October 4th Oh cool Yeah he's going to be here Uh, Motorcycles and Misfits Say hello to those guys Who's who's he going to be on with? Uh, 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 My friend Rick Bennett uh, Of the Rustic Ridge Winery He has a collection of like 30 motorcycles Wow And they're all vintage Honda so he's going to talk to us about that. He, well, he's coming in, or he's going to he's going to gonna, he's gonna Skype in. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Liza from Motorcycles and Misfits is going to be on next week, and we're going to talk about uh, the East Coast, West Coast riding cultures and how they differ. Uh, Cleveland Moto Phil is going to be on November eighth. The host of uh, Cleveland Moto is going to be on. Uh, I want to say all hello flow to our friends, uh, Loud Pipes. That's Rich, John, and Rico. Hi, boys. And, of course, uh, the Pace Podcast, the Wheel Nerds, our friends Kevin and Larry at the Throttled Podcast, and Mike from the Chopper Profits. Mike is going to be on here in uh, November. Wow. We're going to talk about choppers. Choppers. Yeah. Uh, speaking of choppers, are you guys watching a new, new show, Sacred Steel?
2: No, you mentioned it last week. I
1: I, I forget. you got to remind us when it's coming on. Secret Steel is on, I want to say... There's a thing called a phone, and it has a thing Monday. called text messages. Oh, that. And you send messages yes. saying, the show is on tonight. Watch it. Okay, just well, that's all. You know, yeah. I, I know you're busy watching. I know, I know
0: you're busy catching up with Walking Dead. Yes, so I, I just am. Make <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> <laughs> I, know,
3: season,
0: <laughs> I know you're doing that, so I just want to make sure. Um, we have... Uh, but it's a great, I think it's a pretty decent show. It's a bunch what, of what guys... it on? Uh, you know, I have to look it up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you do it
1: now. You, you watch it. You don't know.
0: I do watch. I don't. I don't know because I always record it, and I because I can skip through the commercials that way. I don't know. I, know. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't want to. Yeah,
2: I agree. With you. Have
0: you watched? You haven't watched it at all, Chris? Right?
2: Nope. I've heard of it, but it just <laughs> sounded to me like a. I don't know. It just sounded like it was, it was another built fucking show. Uh, got, it's kind. I got of, blown out with those fucking shit. Yeah, it's
0: kind of uh, premieres at, uh, Twelve twelfth. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty decent show.
2: And I, one show that I was getting interested in, but I forgot, I haven't been watching it. I haven't watched it at all. So. Uh, uh, what's his name? Show from Walking Dead.
0: Do you ever watch it? Any, any Norman Regis' Ride with Norman? Yeah. not so it? On, hasn't been on. Anyway. Why? No. Have you? What, did you watch the first season?
2: I've watched the first uh, the first few episodes of the first season.
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay. Danger, I like
2: danger. that. Kind of, see, that's cool. Cause he's that is pretty neat because he's going, going
0: everywhere. So, September 12th you know, was what day? Guys
1: building bikes. September 12th?
0: Yeah, what was well, September 12th?
1: I got fucking bored with that. Well, today's the 20th, right? 25th. Oh, hang on a
0: second. I'm looking right here. So, that was Monday. so, it's Monday nights. It's on. Okay. All right. What channel? Discovery. Discovery. Go so check that right out. Monday's and I know Discovery. in Discovery. It's on. You've got to make me look at the time. I think it's like 8 o'clock. It's on. Yeah, no, 10 o'clock. It's on.
1: That works out good.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I know you guys didn't watch the uh Harley and the Davidson's uh, uh, thing. You guys I, didn't watch it.
1: Can that? I get that on YouTube, you think? Or Netflix Yeah, or yeah you should. Be able to, you should be able to definitely get yeah, that. Be to it. Was it was
0: good. I, I enjoyed it. I'll tell you what. I realize a lot of that that show was um they made some for creative things. They added some stuff to it that wasn't part did. of their history, but uh I tell you I got to give those guys a lot of credit for sticking it out like they did. It was really good. Did, r- they, did r- they
2: touch on the whole Indian Harley? Yes, uh, they
0: did. Absolutely, did they did. Oh yeah, it was. It was really good. I will tell you what, man. I, what, write, they, what? Write down
1: the name of it so I can check it out.
0: Harley and the Davidsons. Oh, I oh, I my gosh. Oh, All right. right, I got a pen over here. All so write, write that, that down. Come Counting
1: on, on you what, to remind right. me was not a good thing. Get through there. Yeah. All
0: right, I guess some some social media. While you're writing that down, uh, Matthew Ernst said on our Facebook page that the Motorcycle Men is like crack to him. <laughs> <laughs> he also won the contest that I had on the Facebook page and how much was in my minion bank. And uh, so he got some stickers. <laughs> i put it on now if you saw that. Um, there was $49.13 in there, and he came to closest without going over.
1: What is that? Harley and the Davison's, When is that on again?
0: It's It's been on already. <laughs> that was on Labor oh, okay, Day weekend. Okay, tune okay, in. Uh, <laughs> uh, it
2: right. was only a six part series. <laughs> it was a three part series. Three, three part? Yeah. Okay. Three two hour shows. Uh, uh all right. i try that.
0: Uh, E.J. Hooker said on Facebook that he met up with Adam and Scooter oh, from cool. Scooter America. He met him at, in Reading, PA. He said that Adam will be up in uh, Tremontan Trum- uh, uh, Harley-Davidson up in New- uh, Hope, New Jersey, which is uh, exit 12 off of Route 80. Uh, he also told me about another event called the Ephrata First Sunday Motorcycle Rally in Ephrata, PA. It happens the first Sunday of every month between April and November. So if you're not doing anything in that area... It's like an hour and a half from here.
1: When, when is he going to be up there?
0: Uh, he was already there, uh-huh. but he is. going oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He's going to be up there this Saturday. That's right. He's going to be up there. Uh, Adam is going to be in uh, at uh, Tremonton Harley Davidson up in Hope, New Jersey, on Saturday, September twenty fourth. Okay. He's going to be up there. So, if you want to meet Adam and Scooter of well, Scootin' America, you go up there. He's got to be there. A uh, couple little newsy things. Harley-Davidson has introduced the new XG750R flat track racer. Pictures? Yeah, look at that. Bink. Uh, there it is. Anyway, uh, apparently this is uh, based based on the Street 750 Revolution X engine. This is what they're using for their flat track races. Nice. Nice. Yeah, you know, so it's a pretty cool-looking bike that's not for sale to the general public. Go figure. I wonder why. Because they don't want you racing around like that? There it is right there. We're going to we're gonna post pictures of this on the website, of course. It's a pretty cool-looking bike. I think it's neat. So, yeah. Yep. You want one, don't you?
1: Nah. <sighs> that's I pretty cool. Know, I mean, I, I haven't ridden many bikes that even know what I would what like <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no. I've never read the way. Well, well yours, speaking so. of
0: that, speaking of that, uh, Harley Davidson demo days are going on starting September 22nd through the 25th. Check your local Harley Davidson dealer. Oh, cool. And you can test ride all the new 2017 models.
2: Oh, good. Cool. Which 2017 model would I want to do? The, the new engine.
0: Yeah, and they're going all sport new the new, new Milwaukee the 8.
2: Adams Harley, and I saw the Milwaukee 8. Where's
0: Adams Harley? Hannams, uh, li- Adams Adams Oh, they said Adams. I like, well,
2: I-? <laughs> no, Where? are you form, going? Formerly Liberty.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: It's a beautiful engine.
0: Yeah, I saw it down at the Harley Davidson dealership. The brand new
2: 2017 um, Street Glide and uh, Road Glide.
0: Did you see the CVO models with the 114? They didn't have, a CVO, they didn't have it. Yeah. They but told the regular me. Models are beautiful. They are
2: with the Milwaukee Eight on it. It says Milwaukee Eight on it. Yes, it it's does.
0: Great. It does. I took a picture of that. Put it. I think I did put it on the it, website. Yeah, the one hundred and seven. Yeah, the one hundred and seven. On. I tell you what. They're, uh, the yeah. the demo truck's going to be at Harley Davidson of Ocean County uh, from the twenty second through the twenty fifth, and they're going to have every one of them there. They're going to even have the uh, the CVO models with the one fourteen in there. Well,
2: that, well, I did the CVO already with the. Uh,
0: you did CVO Street one ten.
2: One ten. Okay. But that, that wasn't
1: with the new Milwaukee. No, Milwaukee's. no, that, so, yeah, that
0: wasn't with the new Milwaukee. But the new but Milwaukee still, 8, the, the 114.
1: Well, I'm, what I'm saying is that you're, not, you're going to be able to feel the, the less vibration. That's, that I yes. That's so, what I
0: want to so
1: feel. Yes. And then you might like the street glide.
0: Now, That's I don't it. know if the, you have to check your local deal. I don't know if they're having that. At all the Harley dealers, or if that's just this one in particular? But well, I you know, know, I don't know
1: if the one in around here is big enough to have something like that. No, Adams? Yeah, yeah. it's and not big enough. I don't know, enough. maybe we're wrong, but we've got to. <clears throat> because it's even not even a great area to ride around in either. No. no. Old, See, what's
0: city. great, that's what's great about by, down by me. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's got, got, got space a huge, to ride huge in. parking lot. and They've got just plenty of. Well, it better not res- just
2: be a fucking parking lot, Ron. No, 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 no. Get on a bike and do what I did in the yeah, kind Go for like, like a fuck twenty mile ride.
0: Yeah, I don't know that they're doing that, but they they're gonna have all the bikes lined up there. Uh and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be there. I'm probably gonna go on Thursday, which is the twenty second. I'm gonna go there for the first day. And I am gonna try to get my uh, Keister on as many of those bikes as I can. Maybe I'll Just you. To try you. Yeah, there you go. Come on down, bro. Come on down. Uh, you can also go to the York uh, Open House. at the. Uh, we just talked about that at the factory. Uh, their factory tours at their 1425 Eden Road York PA plant. You can get that uh, steel toe boot tour and go down throughout the whole thing.
1: I want to do that. We got to do that. We should do it for the show. Did you try to get past uh, credentials? What ta- I, what I what did date talk is that? to
0: them. We don't do anything like that. Right. What date is that? Uh, Saturday. What date? The 24th. They're doing that. Yeah,
2: and where's that? <laughs> York, 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 Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: it's like oh, no, yeah, two it's hours so far, from there. Right? Yeah, too far.
1: Well, right? Too far that day because my oh, yeah. mom's birthday. Unless,
0: ah. you went, unless
1: you went early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he I is an early morning out kind out of there, guy. Right? Right? You want to ride out. I want to there. There. Mm, yeah. ride out. there. Yeah. Get
0: it. Well, you know he's an early morning kind of guy. Get the fucking early fucking morning. I know. Um. Oh, what else we got going okay the uh, we talked about the the fly tracker uh, the other thing is that I wanted to show you this because this is actually pretty funny um, you remember when we had um Alonzo Bowden on and he was yes. telling us about the Grom right okay well Grom race, Honda Honda is coming out with the new Monkey 125 <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it's called the Monkey 125 and um uh, I gotta, I gotta find this. I, I had it up and I lost it, but it's. Um, <laughs> Honda, yeah, it's a Honda Monkey 125. Anyway, so what the deal is, is they're coming out with this. Um, it's gonna be a mix between the Grom and the old Z50. The new bike will be street legal in the UK, and they haven't decided. <laughs> Yet, if it's going to be street legal in the U.S., because it is so freaking small, um, there it is. Wow, it's <laughs> like a mini bike. bike. <laughs>
2: it's, it's a one twenty-five. Looks like the old school mini bikes they used to have in the seventies. Yeah, and 80s. yeah.
0: Well, apparently they're they're gonna they're uh, this is it's not. It's like the Grom, you know. It's little. It's a mixture between now the not two. The
2: Grom is bigger than that. I want to see Alonzo on that right thing.
1: <laughs> this is uh, that's
2: bigger p- than that's big. I mean, that's that's tiny.
1: Um, I think you need forward controls on that. Yeah, he <laughs> goes past the front wheels. And, and the article here it's says like all the, those uh,
2: fucking retards out there to buy those little micro pocket bikes. Yeah, exactly. it's a fucking joke. It's a fucking party favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. What these bikes are they're party favor. <laughs> you put it that's in the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you put out? it in the table. Okay. <laughs> okay, stupid, right? Those who are sitting on ticket number five, you get the party favor. Yeah, that's all it is. And they put it on the center of the table at weddings, is what they do. Right. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, they're calling it the MSX 125. They say um, even Honda's been taken aback by the success of the MSX 125, the Grom, since March 2014. And now the firm is out to capitalize on its popularity by mixing the MSX, the Grom's, uh, usability with the legendary Z50 Monkey. Uh, so, uh, the Grom in the American market, it was launched as something of a curiosity, but struck a chord with buyers. It's cheap, fun, light, and stylish. It's a three-quarter size bike, small enough to be thrown about, but big enough to be usable for commutes and city riding. I am not riding that on a commute.
1: <laughs> Come on, you got to drive from down there up to here. That's it, I'm going to get on the park. You yeah.
2: know, like Taiwan... Uh, you know, places like that. where it's just mad crazy. What I wonder what's is, is,
1: what is, what's its max speed.
0: I couldn't you have, even you have tell you any specs on it. I can go to I can, we can look up the Grom and just find out what we can about it. I know nothing about the Grom aside that that I know it's a tiny bike.
2: Yeah, but it ain't that tiny, dude. <laughs> so don't 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 give me the specs on the Grom because that's not what I want to know. I don't well, know what the I fucking specs well, are to monkey.
0: Well, the monkey is a 125, that, and that's that all we know. Grom is that, a see, that, that Grom is a lot bigger bike. Way lot, but bigger the monkey. <laughs>
2: So Wait. that does Oh, no
0: it's the monkey. Z50. Okay, let's look at the Z50. Uh, <laughs> I want to see the monkey. I don't, <laughs> don't give a fuck <laughs> shit about
2: is fucking thing. <laughs> I, I swear to God. God. Here's a fucking listen. <laughs> I'm listening you to you. Good, <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> that fucking bike. <laughs> I want to know about that piece of shit monkey bike you mentioned.
1: Yeah, he wants so, to know the specs ahead. on the monkey. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got. the specs on the monkey. He wants to know about the monkey. I don't give a shit about that other bike you're talking
2: about. So you says. You don't give a shit about the other bike. You want to know about the Z50. Uh,
0: okay, wait. Okay, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to find it. I'm going to find why it. Why now. couldn't you oh, just look so up prepared. the specs
1: on the new one? so prepared.
2: One. Well, see,
0: I, I wasn't for this. I wasn't prepared for this bunch of questions. It's Honda z series. search. Have Here I we go. Yeah. Oh, I just did, did this.
1: <laughs> Honda Z50. Oh, there's something even better, Chris. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's all. Look at that one. Oh, I, now, see, I want to own that. <laughs>
2: Honda Z50 on eBay. You found like a pink, uh, uh, I don't know what the hell that was.
0: Uh, there, we go. there he goes. There you go. $62. So,
2: 90. I'll buy it. $62. <laughs> it's a print.
0: It's a print, dude. I relax.
2: $62. <laughs> That's how much I charge. Oh, my
0: God. Okay, here it is right here. Okay, Z50 information. That's
2: something awesome. You just strap it on the back of my Harley, so if the Harley breaks down, I can just hop on that bike oh my and God. go get help.
0: Why would they even do that? Why would they even? Why would they? I don't listen. Here we go. Look at that. Why would anybody even do that? We want specs on the monkey. I'm why looking. Can, I'm looking Why can't for you
1: do monkey specs? <laughs> <laughs> a monkey specs. We want monkey specs. We're gonna talk about the monkey. <laughs> go back to the monkey. monkey I want credits. monkey All specs. Right, we're we're
2: firing Ted from. You. <laughs> oh, Come on, on.
1: Right. just go to monkey specs. Dude. <laughs> Type was, in the <laughs> dude, name of the <laughs> <a> fucking
2: motorcycle. <laughs> put specifications. Monkey specs. All Google search. That's
0: what I just did. Okay, 1978 Honda Z50 specs. That's all,
2: because that's all I like, got. Well, oh, now, right go. I see a Honda Z50 specifications.
0: There you go, right there. Okay. What all
1: are right. we doing Z50? I thought we were
0: doing the monkey. That is, that's what it's called. It's called the Z50. All right.
1: But it's not. We're <laughs> coming out with a new one. We're talking Tied about the new one. Were,
2: did they really call it monkey? <laughs> <laughs> then you put in monkey... <laughs> Specifications. Honda huh? Monkey Specifications. <laughs> You're putting in a fucking bike they made 40
1: fucking years ago.
2: <laughs> God.
1: This is easy shit, i send you to school to learn how to use Google search, He's man. been out of work too long. There dude. we go. <laughs> See? Look. Look. Oh my See God. what happens
2: when you type in the right fucking bike? Oh, my God. It's so fucking
0: hot in here. Turn that fan
2: on. It's She's hot in here, it.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, here we there go. There we go. 49 CC, <laughs> 2.99 cubic inches, single-cylinder force drug. I used that website
2: for a
3: on my 2. 5, nice. 2.5 horsepower.
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, At 85 rpm. Wow, it's fuel-injected, if that means anything Get to you. Get the fuck out of here, really? It's got a four-speed uh, transmission. Four-speed,
1: huh? Right? Four-speed. Four yeah, speed manual for two point what? Is that a four speed manual or well, yeah, four speed yeah? <laughs> <laughs> You're done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, um, speed. <laughs> I want to see things like okay, wait, 149 pounds. <laughs> All right, seat height is 26 inches. Wow. Um, overall height is 33. Overall length is 53. Uh, ground clearance is 5.7 inches. Wheelbase. Is fuel. Hulls of 1.45 gallons. And it's probably
1: like 200 miles on a gallon. Oh,
0: my tank. God. This is so funny. That's this is just it doesn't, have, it
1: doesn't have miles to the gallon on there. And no. Top speed, and top speed is not there.
0: What could it possibly top, be top speed? Well,
1: top speed is probably be around uh, 40. You'd be surprised. Yeah, yeah be probably maybe. Probably about 40, 50 miles an hour. Probably, be four, my, remember, my, uh, when I had a 250, it was uh, about 70. So yeah. We got All right. Well, there
0: you have it. All right. Well, <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Thanks, Dad. There and you go. A, and it's a Kickstart, no less. What? It's a Kickstart. Where is that? Huh? Right there. It says oh, Kickstart. <laughs> it's a Kickstart. <laughs> Sold <laughs> in Asia. That's where that's targeted at. No, Asian, yeah, no, Asian but
0: they're, you know they've—it's going to be street. You're legal. You're not going to see a whole bunch over here. Bro. No, no, no. You're going to have
1: tires on there. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> it's no going to be street legal in the UK, so they're
1: ah uh, yes, yeah, see? Yeah. you won't see it over here. But now, <laughs> now, <laughs> now, but now, mind you, is, now, mind you, this is now, mind you, this is
0: going to buy a oh, Look favor. at this. <laughs> this is it's it's, it's a 49cc. Now they want to do a 125 in this format.
2: That's great.
0: So there you go, Monkey 25 that you could put in your back pocket.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. Like I said, strap it to the back of your Harley <laughs> for a, uh, uh, an emergency. <laughs> you can throw, I, I an emergency. know mine can handle it.
1: Yeah. You throw it in your trunk. <laughs> <laughs> it be an emergency
2: bike. for it's a fold-up bike. Oh, my God.
0: This is funny. That's, that's hilarious. I think that's funny as hell. So, uh, some cool things going to some events. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Here's something else. Guy Martin. You know who Guy Martin is? Uh, yes. He's a triumph rider. Okay? He attempted a land speed record, and it ended on Sunday when He crashed. Oh uh, no! Yeah, his info triumph streamliner a mile to his run at the Bonneville Salt Flats. He was uninjured, but the bike is going to need a bit of repair. I bet he's going fast. let he hit didn't say they didn't say in a report, but he was trying to break the record, which is. Uh, like,
1: and this is a normal street bike, or no, 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 no. It's a or...
0: modified. It's a modified thing, which I can show you right here.
1: See when when they go, start getting into this modified shit and they start using like uh, jet engines and stuff. I don't. I, that's not. As I understand thing, you know
0: it, this thing That's is fun,
1: no. yeah true, but it's because is a it, normal bike is not going to You
2: they already know the top speed of normal bike, <laughs> so why would you even bother wasting your time doing? I know, the then, bike? but it's
1: not there. It is it, right there. It's not. Oh, it,
0: now, if, as I understand it, it's not a jet. As I understand it, uh, the streamliner is they call it a rocket streamliner, but as I understand it, it has four Triumph engines in it. Yeah, two Triumph Rocket Three engines by by Carpenter Racing. Nice. So it's got twenty nine hundred and seventy cc combined. Combined. So, uh, thousand horsepower at nine thousand RPM. Holy shit! Power to weight ratio. (laughs) Just a little. Yeah, five hundred foot pounds of torque, and it's got parachutes. No. <laughs> used, yeah, You're gonna need him at that. Using methanol. I wonder
1: if there's a video on uh, YouTube about it.
0: I uh, images yeah. videos. Hey, look at that! There's videos. Rocket three.
2: Meow.
0: Is this going to be a good video or is this going to be some crap?
2: That's It's only two and a half minutes long.
0: So it's it's by Triumph, and here winding up is coming through the V Twin Cafe <laughs> right now. That's him outside.
2: Yeah. test the limits of their machine I'm gonna go out there and just the bike. uses the salt flats.
0: Apparently, he hit a soft land. spot in the sand. In the salt, I mean, because it was a little wet. He hit a soft spot, and the bike just went right out from under
1: Really? So, yeah. ...is all that remains. Scattered over 30,000 acres of vast nothingness. 147 million tons of salt. Float like an ice cap Just inches above the water table mm.
3: It is here That water and salt <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and You put it on, well on. You guys you guys. Right,
2: That's it <coughs> okay, You don't have to watch the whole fucking thing
1: Let's watch
0: the whole thing I just saw He's showing
2: talk about the salt flats We want to I see about know. the fucking bike it <laughs> yeah. It's
0: not my fault there you go. There you, go. you got to get, get nothing. You get absolutely nothing. The videos. Good like, video, guys. Good Great video. Man. they, they Great <laughs> nice. producing that. Yes, You really talked us
2: about
1: the, the sauce. It's no. tru- yeah, sauce I like science sauce.
2: and all, but you know. Yeah, so that, but I that's the, fight the fight thing. Fight that's it.
0: what it looks like. Apparently, it's got two. Fucking jet
1: rocket. It's a <laughs> little, it is. Yeah, so. it's a rocket dildo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it Where is. The okay. vibrations
0: are up. Very nice. <laughs> uh, what else we got going on? The Distinguished Gentleman's Ride is taking place on uh, Sunday, September 25th, and I will be participating in that. Take so pictures. So do you have I'll have taking pictures. You are a, uh, a horrible
2: picture taker. you got to take pictures
1: back. when you do fucking shit.
0: Well, yeah, usually I'm doing something while I'm taking pictures, so it's hard for me well, have well, did you have your? Did you.
1: did you have your uh, GoPro on?
2: When? For the Rolling Thunder. No.
1: Of course you did Of course I did <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> why?
2: why Why would why he why he do you do that? <laughs> no. Yeah,
0: that's crazy, Tom. I will have the GoPro with me. This, this is
1: what we have to say to you.
0: <laughs> yes, I will. I will have the GoPro with me at the uh, uh, Distinguished Gentleman's Ride on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to be wa- among about 35 of the guys, and I had to have a suit, guys and gals. I do have a suit. I will be wearing that. I have a goofy helmet. I'm going to wear that. And I have my goofy steampunk glasses I'm going to wear as well. you
2: wearing a suit? Yeah. What cool. kind of suit was it look like?
0: Oh, just a black suit with a tie thing, I think. Right. That's <laughs> it. So I'll be doing that. And if you want to uh, chip in and throw some money at the cause, by all means, you can, there's a link to, our, uh, to my uh, fundraising you gonna page. you going to get a chip
2: because you're on your Harley? Uh,
0: no. I'll be at the back of the pack,
2: though. That's what they told you?
0: Yeah, I'll be at the back. Of it. I'll just stay out of it. Because I've seen plenty of videos of other guys doing this thing. Yeah, I've lot seen of other guys. cruisers. Other, other cruisers in there, uh, guys on all the kinds of different bikes. and but. Yeah, if I had a, a a classic bike of some sort, I would definitely you know yeah, ride you that.
2: Yeah, you know what? But, hey. I always said if I had the money, I'd, I definitely would buy a Triumph Bonneville. Yeah, I like that category. So That's pretty cool. They're cool bikes. Yeah, I haven't ridden one, but I would like to.
0: And what's cool is you could do it. You could do it you know, on a chopper. If you if you had a chopper, you could do it. If you had your Virago. well, I noticed
2: they were yeah, they want like uh, old home classic rat, old sco- rat, right yeah rat chopper. Like
0: the kind of things that they're producing on Sacred Steel bikes. Like that
2: I kind of don't stuff. know I watched it.
0: Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're cre- they're creating that's what they're doing, they create those old style choppers. That's what oh, they're doing. Oh, you
2: mean they create and build chopper bikes on TV? No, <laughs> no. <Anything like> that <laughs> wow, that's unique. <laughs> wow, that's very unique.
0: I didn't create the show. <laughs> I just watched it. Just <laughs> Do not hand the defecation to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want no part of that. I mean, it wasn't
2: like, it's not like any other 45,000. No, years not have. really. <laughs> um, not. You, know what's, know what's you know
1: what's different about it? You know what's different about it? They're not competing against anybody. They're right, they're right. They're okay, not. Good. They're All not.
0: Right. Um, so. Did they show them riding the bikes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They build it and then they take off on it. They, they ride, they, 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 it's really cool. This past are they building me. rat bikes? They are. No, that was me doing this, but they, no, they were, uh, they're just, they're custom choppers that they make from scratch. I mean, they're they're taking a frame Again, and they're butchering of. it. Uh, but you know what's what cool about it? Is they're using uh, old Harley knucklehead engines. Oh, that's cool. In all of these.
2: That's cool. Yeah. So they're not using prefab engines. Nope. Nice. Okay. Using, I'm grabbing But you know, this. you
0: can still get a knucklehead I'm engine. I'm grabbing it. I'm grabbing it. Yes. Yeah,
2: that's because they become like a little gem out there. That they are. People, to now. you
0: know, nine grand are saying on a show. Eight to nine grand. I just saw them.
2: one, uh, a custom bike at the uh, benefit I did at the Elks on Sunday. And there was a guy there that had a, a 19... He had a 42 knucklehead. No kidding. Custom wow. bike. And somebody told me that the bike was like, like a dangerous amount of money. Wow. And I, it was a cool-ass looking bike. It had yeah. a side shifter. Oh, yeah. Really, like, custom out. You can see that every part of the bike is customized. And it literally had to be... And this is no joke. And no shocks on it. About two inches off the ground. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, you could literally <laughs> just walk normal right over the bike and sit <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. but yeah. really good,
0: good bike. That's really great. Wow! See, that, that's kind of stuff I like. That's really cool shit. Uh, we, you want to do a little gear? We, we have about, we have about fifteen minutes before our, our guests call in. Uh, but let me talk briefly about the Spot Trace. I've been using this thing for about four months now. Uh, I changed the battery after three weeks, and it's still the same battery that I'm using in there. Uh, this, it's a fantastic device. If you need to keep track of any of your, uh, if you have a fleet of vehicles, or if you want, if you're going someplace on an adventure somewhere by yourself, and you want your loved ones to track you, you can easily provide them with the uh, with the web address, and they can track everywhere you're going.
1: What's the cost of that thing again?
0: Um. So you asked me a question I was
2: not prepared for, and this is why I get <laughs> oh <my> shit. God. <laughs>
0: Seen. I wasn't prepared for that question.
2: <laughs> you yeah, tell I actually saw the deer in a headlight effect. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what? what?
0: 119 dollars. Okay. All right. It's 99. Uh, well, <gasps> at participating re- <laughs> retailers, um, affordable theft recovery—they're calling it. I've, I have, I had, I had it in my truck. I had it in Depp's car. I had it on my bike, and I got it in my jacket. So. <laughs> Everywhere I go, this thing follows me. Leaves a little breadcrumb somewhere every two and a half minutes, and it's a great it's a great device. I mean, for one hundred nineteen dollars, and of course you have to pay for the service and all that. Same thing with Spot. If you wanted to, you could also get the um, the Spot Gen three. This is uh, like an uh, emergency rescue device so that you could have on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you had a crash, you just hit the little SOS button, and then the Marines come and rescue you. That's like our friend Glenn Dupont. Right. He he did that. Yeah, that was a great story. So, so as you can what, see, especially
2: like for want. somebody like like me, I ride I ride alone a lot. Yeah, I mean both both you're my you're accidents moved. were me you're by myself. Well, no, except um, the second my second serious one, that was by myself.
0: Right. I think what's what, what, and it wouldn't
2: matter because I I was knocked the fuck out. <laughs>
0: right. So if you're knocked the fuck out, you can't. You, you're not going yeah, to be able. Unless hit I the woke
2: button. up and I go, Spot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and that's just it. That's what's yeah. The good of these things is that people can find you and you can get help right away. Uh, the downside, like Chris just explained, if, if you're knocked the fuck out, you're not going to be able to hit that button right.
3: until yeah. you wake up. Until you wake and, uh, up. Hopefully you wake up. Hopefully you wake up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hopefully you wake up. <laughs>
0: and if you knock out in a nimble and you fall yourself into a... Uh, and what's the service price? Uh, that is going to depend upon what service you
1: choose. We're just um, talking about the, the spot, the first one.
0: Uh, the trace? Yes, the trace. Uh, yeah.
1: We just want to trace. How much is it a month?
0: Trace services, ninety nine dollars a year or nine ninety nine a month. Bad. That's that not bad. That's not bad. What I think with, uh, with the trace, I think what's great about this, most like, say, if you have a fleet of vehicles, or if, you, or, or, or if you just, if you're worried about theft recovery, you live in, in an area where you, things are, because motorcycle thefts are on the rise, by the way. So if you if you have a bike and you want to make sure you want to yeah put put one of these things in it and somewhere secure it to the bike somewhere and then you can track where it is and you can get your bike back or you can get your car back your truck back or whatever you got um, your review my review is I think it's fantastic I mean I would I, think it's I would one. like to own one they told me to hang on to it for as long as I want nice so I'm going to hang on to it I'm going to use it and uh, I think
2: it's great Especially after the story we heard. and I, I just take the concept be beyond a technology oh, Absolutely. Department. Now,
0: as far as it goes for the Gen 3, which is the spot tracker, which is uh, you put on you and then you can get help, that one is fantastic. I would use that whether if I was mountain biking, riding my bicycle, or if I was on my motorcycle, or even if I was up at the ranch by myself.
2: And you keep it on your bike, right?
0: Yeah. You keep it on you. You know, the the Gen 3, the spot Gen 3, the one that's for the personal rescue. That one you keep on you so that you can hit that SOS button if you need to right away. Okay. The spot trace, you just put that somewhere on your bike or somewhere on you, you know, and so that – and basically they'll just, like, track you wherever you go. Of course you're going to do it's. I think <laughs> it's my, – <more>, my, <laughs>
1: my luck, I'll, like, tap – keep it in my pocket. I'll tap it and make it go off while I'm riding. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're
2: trying to find him, but he keeps moving. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: When you go to the bathroom,
1: yeah, right? He's tracking you, sir. Are you okay, <laughs> yeah. sir? Yeah, you're right in your helicopters and everything. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah, 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 we're all waiting over there looking at you. I right. would get it. I mean, the uh, or the, you're
2: banging your significant other in a hotel, and you hit the button, and there they you show go up. <laughs> the, why? Uh, why is he going back at four? and forth <laughs> and back? <at four. laughs> what? What is that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: It always degrades to them. <laughs> <doesn't it? laughs> the uh, spot uh, Gen three is going for one forty nine, but I, I got a notification the other day that they're doing a half price sale. And only, it's probably over now, but it's one hundred forty nine um right now, and then the service for that is services. Gen three services. Uh, the cost for those services is $149 a year or $1499 a month. Mm. So that's worth it. I think it's worth it. That's a good, that's a good thing to have. I think
1: they should uh, hook up with Road ID.
0: There you go. Speaking of Road ID, hey! hey! Speaking of Road ID, it's great,
2: great company. <laughs> do you remember?
0: Do you remember that thing I talked about last week about sending Woody around the world? Right. Remember that? He left. He left. He left today. Woody is on his way around the world. Your wood left you. My Woody left me. <laughs> uh, he's he's on his way. Or, I'm talking to him like he's a real person. <laughs> he he left. He's on his way over to London. He'll be there by Monday or Tuesday. And then we're going we're, we're to be posting pictures of that on the website. There's Woody right there with his road ID. And he's going to be going around the world. Uh, he's got his little badge there. Uh, <laughs> so um, he's going to be taken off. There's the pictures of the Roll of Thunder. Anyway. So yeah, he's he's taking off and he'll be getting around. we we'll would be posting pictures of that.
2: You didn't put your address on it? Did you?
0: Yeah, I did. I put my address on it. No, I, I, it's the, just what's on the tag is the uh, website, email address, and Motorcycle Man Podcast. Uh, people can and there's also uh, on the back of the badge, on the back of the uh, road ID. There's also a little instruction. Uh, there's just a, a little bit of instruction, and people can post their pictures to our Facebook page as well. Which is Motorcycle Men podcast on Facebook. You, so post I, you said post.
1: there's writing on the back of that. Thing? Yeah,
0: on the back of the whole band. There's a about four inches long. Just a list, list of things. Take care of Woody. If you need right. some sewing, sew them up. You know, don't lose them. Uh, keep the road ID and him together at all times. That type of thing. So he's on his way, and we're going to get uh, updates as he moves along. I'm going to. We're going to be <clears throat> setting up a special page on our website, MotorcycleMen.us, where I people. I would have
1: sewn him. that thing onto him.
0: He's glued on. Okay. He is that is not coming off, Okay. ever. <laughs> In fact, it's probably going to come back to me. And the only thing that's going to be on there is just the badge and some shreds of fabric, <laughs> and maybe his nose. I don't know, you know. But uh, he's going to be. We're going to be up getting updates on the, on the. Uh, on the website, and we're going to double track him everywhere he goes.
2: See, you should have got it. Like, a, too bad they don't have like a small trace, and you just put it. See, in you know, really? I asked
0: them about that. I tried to get uh, Spot sew uh, it into him, and just I tried to get them involved, but they said we don't make a transponder small enough to fit inside him. And I have this is going to uh, please. I have a Woody that's bigger than this, <laughs> <laughs> and but it, it's only two inches bigger. But hey, you know what they say. It have <laughs> its not the size of the ship; it's the motion in the ocean. But anyway, um, <laughs> you right? so but it's still—you well, it didn't
1: say it was girthy. <laughs> no, was,
0: no, he had no girth either. So, uh, yeah, it was just—I just, just know—but they couldn't—they didn't have a, a Gen Three that was—they they didn't have a, a, a transponder that would fit. So, yeah, it was, we're going this way. He's headed off to uh, meet our friend Dell at Dell Boy's Garage, uh, the YouTube channel. And check them guys out. They're really great. Uh, but he's going to spend some time with Dell and the runner. He's got a whole bunch of people over there. they got a big event going on in the U.K. right now. And he's going to be passing Woody off to another motorcyclist to go somewhere else. So there's that going on. Uh, the TomTom Tom Bandit action camera. So I've been using that. We only got about, uh, about maybe seven minutes before she calls in. So what we're going to do is uh, anyway. But the action camera, I'll give a better review later. But Tim, do you want to talk about the Rider 400 uh, GPS? Well,
1: first Chris tried it out. You tried the it, Tom out. Chris. Or, this TomTom Tom Rider 400. It's a GPS. In case you don't know, and me and Chris installed it on his bike. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris, what's your thoughts first? Uh, straight off, I mean, I'm, okay, the screamers is very pretty. <laughs> um,
2: oh. it's not, it's not in. Uh, I mean, in, in a nutshell, it's not intuitive. No, no, from the beginning, it's not user friendly at all. Because I haven't used it at yeah, all. Yeah, you had to dick around with it. Yeah, but, um, I mean, you, you know, it's one of those things where you... There's you a learning to, curve involved. There's a learning curve involved. I mean, once, once it was working, yeah, it's, it, it, you know, it's a good system. Um, the, the setup for the, uh, the handlebars was kind of wonky. Yeah, the, ins- Just yeah. to,
0: the insulation was difficult? And, well, it, it's it's instant- they, yes, they, there should be too, an easier way. Yeah,
2: there, oh. it was too... Um, it was, they complicated it too much to strap it to the bike. Really? Like it was just too too much. There's so many different better ways. Like we talked about, yeah. it. there's clamps and different kinds of ways they could have done it, and it was just too complicated. Oh wow, and screws and washers and it just it was just too much. Wow. Huh. And then you plug it in, and then you got to go through setup, and then you got to make sure you're connected to something, and then that's the, you're not even on, on any any to do anything yet. It's,
1: and one of the problems is that if you want to um, change things. Yeah. the it had a scrolling um, menu right but when you're riding you don't want a scrolling menu you want to you want to just build have everything right there right now like, you, know, uh, you can touch. move you can move things around but it would be better to have a change in screen sort of that gives you all the icons of what you need like, right
2: there here's what I got from it ultimately not made for a motorcycle.
0: That's funny because it's made for a motorcycle. No, it's would be
2: perfect the if software. you had a car. You put it in your fucking car where you could sit, yeah, and, and do all the do all the setup you want, and then take your time and put your thing. And on a motorcycle, there's yeah. no it's no quickness about it at all. No. Now,
0: was there? With regard to the, I the, gave up after what two days? <laughs> did you guys have a chance to use it? Because they have there's apparently there's a free downloadable software that you can do with that. Either way, I did
1: gonna... update this and haven't put it on the bike since. Okay, but I did update it, and but I'm just saying, as a GPS, when you got it going, it works just like just like you wanted to. Okay, all the functions work. It's the the software and getting to it and finding everything. The user friendly part of it is this. It's too involved. You really some, you really got to look at the manual to find out how to do certain things, which shouldn't be that difficult,
3: right? Oh. Not, sa- get-
1: not saying it's a bad product. It's just something you would use, like Chris said, using your car. Yeah, you it'd, be, it'd be a lot
2: easier to use in a car. It's not so. So, it's a, so
0: you're suggesting that it's the kind of thing if you're going to go for a ride, you want to set it up before you get on the bike. Yes. You yeah, yeah. You do just, your ride. Just no
2: bike. on the fly shit with this thing on the right. bike. Not- See now
0: with my, I know with my Garmin that I have. I can, do, I can do stuff on the fly while I'm riding. I can just boom, 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 whatever I want. One. Maybe okay.
2: we didn't test it out long enough. I don't know. But
0: well, did you I have just the, say it's just not made for a motorcycle. Did you have the chance to try out their curvy roads feature?
1: Uh, that's the one thing I didn't do. Right. But I'm. it can't be that hard. It's going to take me on routes that are kind of odd you know for for around here i'm saying we're like uh we're not curvy road around here we're yeah where i am probably right up to watch right yeah
0: so basically i think what the way the feature is is say you want to go from you say your destination is let's say round valley right and you just select the curvy roads feature in theory it's supposed to just give you nothing but curvy roads to get there that's the way it's supposed to work.
1: Yeah, but unfortunately, from here to Round Valley, just, it's not going to take me the way I would go. It would right. take me its way yeah. that looks curvy to it. Right, but it doesn't. So it know might the, take you through I more mean, urban be, areas for right, what you know right. exactly. But it's around, uh, if you're out in the Midwest someplace or in an open environment, it works. I would, I would imagine it works that way. You know what? And but you around know what? here, it doesn't. It's too that, city. And the either. whole
2: testing thing, and 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 that's why it's, it's probably better that somebody else like gives the. The final review because I by testing it in those those couple of days I had it I realized that I'm, that's I'm not that kind of guy.
0: You're not a GPS I guy. I don't give a shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. So yeah, you're not a GPS guy. I don't want to be told where to go. Right. You just uh, want to do your own I'll, thing. I'll, I'll get lost. And I'll fucking find my way. Yeah. <laughs> I think
0: this is more for as what I discovered with my GPS that I it's more for I'm going from here to there and these are the roads that I want to take. So I've already pre mapped out this route. I don't know these routes, so I'm going to follow what the GPS tells me. Right, that's pretty much what I've used it for. Or
2: you could just buy a five dollar uh, clamp for your uh, handlebars, and put your phone on it. <laughs> you could do
0: that too, you know. But you know, hey, to each his own, you know. But so, I wouldn't do that either. I
2: mean, I, I so that I keep turning that, that thing off because I just realized, you know, by going through that, I, that, I'm not that type of a rider. Oh, okay. I don't give a shit about having a GPS. Well, I, I, I am. Like, I'm that kind of rider. I don't want I like to get GPS and know where I'm going. I don't yeah. care if I'm getting
1: lost.
0: I, I Like I said, I, I would only use it in event if I, if I want any event. What I have done with my GPS is say, I'm going to this town. Now, take me there whatever way you want. You know, give me... And it gives you. It does. I mean, down I'm not by me. It's not helpful, but I mean, because when you I ride with you, way
2: way I ride with you guys, then you'll do the GPS. I won't,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you'll follow behind. Yeah, exactly. One thing I still can't stand, though, is I'm. I'm uh, and I'm just I'm, something we're going to have to review and in, in coming up is uh, the head the communication feature. The SMH10 we're using, which is very much the, the Sena, uh, the 10s and the 10, 20s. are I'm coming up with the same thing with a lot of these things. Is that the sound quality is absolutely abysmal in all these things yeah, they're well, just horrible and I that's something that I want to uh, that I want to see if we can somehow uh, I would like to talk to come some other mac- I know what's that what's that other one um Ah, there's another manufacturer that makes the U-Clear.
1: Right. U-Clear. Okay, right, heads yeah. I, want
0: to, I want to find out from those people how, how, how those are.
1: Well, maybe you should take this and try this on your bike and see what you think. Yeah. Because you got the comparison yeah. thing going on. Yeah, it's true. I mean, You I could did, have both of them on at the same yeah, you time. You'd be a perfect person. I did really the review
0: testing. with the uh, three. I got the 390. I did the 3... The 535, I'm sorry. With the Garmin. And that was pretty good. It was really good. This is the Garmin. This is the it's TomTom. The so I'm saying... All right. Joining us now, all the way from the city of Brotherly Love. <laughs> Who is
4: it? Who is it? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Our friend from the Motorific podcast. Hello, Joe and Don. How are you?
4: Hey, good, great. Thank you hey, for good having to you. Here for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for joining us now. You're also doing the the gear check thing, so we're going to get into that in a moment. I'm sorry, they're just yeah, giving awesome. me a hard time here. So, um, but thank I don't you know for coming. <laughs>
2: yeah,
4: <laughs> hold on. Who are we speaking to? Can we introduce ourselves?
0: Yes, uh, hello.
4: <laughs> Your new best friend. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right. See, our yeah, new do. best
0: friend from Philadelphia.
4: Yeah. Um, very so,
0: close. Uh, Joanne, tell us. I know you're on the show with, uh, with with Christy Farrell, right?
4: Yes, we have our own podcast as well. It's called Motorific. It's very please t- awesome.
0: I like please it, tell us about it, and also. T- <laughs>
4: Well, have you have any of you listened to our podcast? I have. I don't know about them. So
0: I do. Thank you. That. I do.
4: Thank you. Thanks so much. I um, have. I appreciate. We appreciate every listener.
0: But I'm sure um, some of our uh, our uh, uncultured fans and listeners do not listen to show. Maybe so. We, go ahead and please explain.
4: <laughs> so, Motorific is something we started two years ago. We are on our eighty fifth episode, nice. or three three years actually. Um we've kind of we're up and down usually with our scheduling just cuz we also have lives and vacations and we want to go riding so no. we don't always get together on a timely basis but we try um so we we met online actually via Twitter about 5 or 6 years ago 5 years ago maybe and we just thought it would be fun to do a podcast because I don't know why not why not do why I not do it, one
2: How often do you guys ride?
4: Um Oh Well, I mean, she's based in Los Angeles, right. and I'm over here. So she's out riding at least a couple times a month. Like, I'd say every weekend almost she's okay. out, you know, with the whole year-round riding stuff over there. Yeah,
0: so you guys can ride together um, in different places.
4: <laughs> right. like so you ride
1: that. via Skype on your phones.
4: Something like that. <laughs> uh, our timing is so different these days. Um, and then I try to get out and do an overnight at least once a month. But I try to get out, you know, like for a day ride once every couple weekends, few weekends. Right. But our summer has been ungodly here. I don't know about yours. Oh well, yeah, because you're not that
2: far from us. I mean. uh, So right,
4: right. Yeah, yeah, horrific here. Horrific. Yeah, July and August was just oppressive, and so I didn't really ride at. I didn't ride at all locally in July or August. I went and did part of the sisters' ride. You're
3: going to tell us about that soon.
4: Yeah. yeah, so I I try to get out once every couple weeks. Awesome, um, but it just depends, you know, on how horrible the weather might be. Now that falls here, I'll probably definitely try to get out every other weekend.
2: Oh, now's the best time
4: for rides.
0: Yeah. Now, because, yeah, yeah, because you're in Philadelphia. Does how's the riding? Does that make you crazy though?
4: It's very remote. Um, remote in I, Philadelphia well I, philadelphia is remote from what i what i would call really good roads oh. and uh i because i moved here from san francisco two years ago two and a half years ago and oh. and really i my all my riding career it was all done in california and that's really all the riding i really know and so my bar is very high and uh, that's why my husband and I have been doing more weekend overnights because by the time you get out and find rides, yeah. you have to get back. And we're, we're all the way down in the you know, lower right corner of the state. And it takes forever just to get out and find right. city back. Yep. Yeah. So what you got to so, do is come across
0: the river into Jersey.
4: <laughs> well, we're going. We've been going a lot further south, or we go north to New York, or we go west. I actually went to State College last weekend, oh, which okay. is phenomenal. I know where mm-hmm. that is. Mountainous, a yeah. uh, lot of back road riding, just really good stuff. But we we actually like to hit West Virginia as often as possible because yeah, the riding there is
0: yeah, not too far. Yeah, from there. I mean
4: it's it's better. It's still a day, at least a full day of riding to get out. Um, so we've been doing more vacations and two to three day things. Oh, cool! So yeah, so we try to get out and ride a little further out. I, I frankly, I don't ride my motorcycle in Philadelphia. Um, one Aww. because it's kind That's of crazy. flat, and then <laughs> well, that too. I mean, I'm used to city riding, but uh, it's so flat you can walk in ten minutes. You
0: know she, I you would do great on with- a Monkey 125.
4: So, oh my god. <laughs> but the way i ride i just can't go anywhere with a half helmet i i got to get my gear on and and for me it's just 20 minutes of getting ready for yeah, right? you know so I, know I, I i i reserve my riding for weekends and my bike doesn't want to go any slower than 30
0: that's awesome that's okay so what kind of bike you want to hit out <laughs> in the country is what you want to do so tell us right. about so, what, now, so your motorcycle experience you started out in the west coast yes all right so and yeah. so tell us about your bikes and your experience what are you currently riding
4: so my riding really started about 13 years ago on a scooter on a 50 cc two-stroke nice. <laughs> uh, which is perfect for san francisco because you don't need to go you're just trying to get across town faster than the bus yeah but can
0: you make it up the hills
4: so I did, because okay. you know I'm, you know I'm I'm not I'm a little person, and uh, and and when you live there, you kind of avoid those hills. Okay. So, um, absolutely, I spent a year on that, and about thirty eight five hundred miles or so, I, I rode a lot, oh. and then it, and then after that, it really just snowballed, I, you know, rolled into a Ninja two fifty as a starter bike, and then bumped up again to a Cowie, uh, and then it just kept going. You got so, the you
2: got the bug. You got bit.
4: Yeah, we just both really fell in love with riding, and yep. eventually, you know, we both eventually got our own bikes um, after we got the first one, and so it just kept going. And so uh, now I'm on a 2012 Triumph Street Triple R, and Ooh. my husband is on a 07 Triumph Speed Triple. Nice. So I'm
0: guessing you're Triumph people. Nice.
4: <laughs> well, is <Triumph laughs> nice.
2: I like mean, Triumphs a lot.
4: I love mine and he loves his. He had a 2001 Sprint RS before we moved and he loved it. And I actually really enjoyed it myself. But man, that thing was like 520 pounds wet. Wow. And it it was uh, was just ornery to park. Um, I had an SV650S before we moved here and and I loved that. And I rode that to death um, before we moved.
0: Now, you see, here, it's interesting. The thing is because you're talking to three Harley guys. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so everything you're saying, just like you're talking Swahili. Not really. No, not to me, <laughs> no, not to no, me. No. Just kidding, just I kidding. Like the <laughs> see? Yeah, see, No, Triumph- the, Tri- the, Tri- the triumphs are cool. Are
2: cool. What's that? Yeah, they make cruisers, from the what I do. Understand. I know triumphs, oh, yeah. outstanding cruisers, and then. Oh, yeah. I was right. just saying earlier on the show that if I had the money, I would love to get a Bonneville. That's one of my old, old time favorite uh, triumphs.
4: There you, there you go, uh, or Street Twin. There you go. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. Now that we're here, we I love my Triumph, and uh, it's for me. It's my first one. I've always had Japanese sport bikes, and uh, this is my first British sport bike. So I, I do love it. I tour on it heavily. Um, you know, in April we went to West Virginia together, and we were doing two to four hundred miles a day. Nice. And um, my last Riders. yeah, my last solo trip was last September. Wow, it was a year ago. And I did, uh, I went to the women's sport bike rally. So any sport bike listeners, um, there's an annual sport bike rally for women down at Deals Gap. And uh, I did, yeah, I did about 2,000 miles in a week. Really?
2: Mm -hmm. Tim, she she should be your hero. I did. Everybody's hero here. (laughs) 2,000 in a week.
1: That's nice. Wow.
4: They're comfortable. Triumph, I mean, street triples and speed triples are so comfortable. They're not ordinary sport bikes. You know, you're no, not. Je- no, I'm jealous
1: that you have the time to do it.
4: <laughs> uh, I did. I took off six days of work. Yeah, That's i uh, smart. Uh, yeah, I took off some serious vacation time. Now, they, and, and, now your hu-
0: did your husband? Yeah. Your husband didn't go with you on that.
4: No, and actually, that's the secret to our success. See, he took a different vacation. Ah, okay. And I took a different one. And that's that it. I'm going to have time. you talk to my wife. <laughs> you,
2: got, you got your bubble no. of happiness each. I get it. That's how it works.
4: It just came out that way. We didn't plan it that way, but like...
2: Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was, yeah. Was it we, you we or was it that, him?
4: <laughs> <laughs> We've done that two times on accident. and um, But yeah, I, I did six days and I took two and a half days to get down there. I spent two days there and then I rode back two days and I plotted off interstate. So I stayed off the interstate pretty much the whole time. Really? Except, yeah, except for short little... Short places where I decided I'll just slap it for thirty minutes or an hour, but that bike does not want to be on the highway for thirty minutes no. or an hour. It wants to get off the highway and do got you know you. Deals Gap. It doesn't. And how want how long, to long did it take
1: you to get down there?
4: Um, I left on a Tuesday and I got. I took two days, so I got there on Friday morning.
1: Nice. Oh, wow. So
4: okay. I, I took my time so that I could ride. You know, part of Skyline, and then I got off of Skyline and rode around the mountains. Beautiful, um, that's the then, way to do it. Yeah, just tried to find. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. So I took a while. I took two and a half, almost three days. But I could probably do it in two. But that bike just is not meant for that. It's meant for heavy riding, but not a slab. It just I can't.
0: Oh. I, have you have you done a saddle sore one thousand yet?
4: No, thank you.
0: Come (laughs)
2: on. You just did 2,000 (laughs) in a week. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's not that far
4: off. Right, but I did fun roads, and it took me like 10 hours. I was out all day, so my plan when I ride solo is get up at 8 o'clock, 7.30, do a quick breakfast, preferably Waffle House if I can find one. Oh,
0: yeah, Waffle House rocks.
4: (laughs) And then, right, it's like quick and cheap, and then ride all day until about 6 o'clock.
0: And And then then go to a Cracker Barrel for dinner.
4: Um, well. I don't know about crack. <laughs> oh, come on! But um, yeah, or local food. I love finding local food. What are local people eating? Absolutely. So,
0: KFC around pretty here, pretty apparently. Much, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pass. No. But, uh, <laughs>
4: that that's pretty much the kind of riding experience that I've been having in the past year or two. That's great. Um, but but uh, yeah, a lot of sport touring and a couple track days. We actually did a uh, track day together last September. Sorry. In New Jersey so a little bit of everything
0: Wow now all right so now tell us about gear chick
4: so my website and blog is basically it started out as a resource for gear for women to shop for motorcycle gear and find tips and advice uh, namely fit advice but I basically started with a alphabetic list from A to Z and I made a list of all the brands that I could find, uh available in the United States of course, that would that made motorcycle specific gear for women. And I and I, I had very specific uh requirements for that. You know, I wasn't just looking at honestly, you know, chaps and tassels. I right. I, I was trying to make a, a, a concrete resource of technical uh products for women, armored gear, protective gear, Gore Tex, waterproof. Um Slightly more elevated options for gear, and and I did that in the very beginning, and then I started blogging and doing reviews. So if I bought a jacket, I'd write a review. Um, if women had issues shopping, which I noticed a lot of, in general, women have a lot of trouble, I think, shopping for gear, and so I just tried to provide my advice.
2: Well, I, th- I think that's right. great. I wonder Why? Because what you 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 um, you know hit on something uh, slightly earlier there, because generally. You know i mean i think it's awesome that more and more women are starting to ride now and ride so of course they need gear but you know like 20 years ago this all started because you had some biker chick hanging out with a bunch of harley guys so they would just they would not take her seriously or, or for whatever and then they're all riding around with chaps and, and uh, tassels on or something you know when that's unrealistic and now now like you said you you're offering something that's that's really needed like full gear let's you know let's pay attention to that
4: Yeah, and certainly the market has responded in the past decade. That's awesome. Um, So I just really wanted to be a resource because I started working at a motorcycle dealership as well and selling apparel and a little bit of parts, but mostly apparel. So I just wanted to share what I'd learned working in that dealership um, because it was also a very unique dealership that actually had a lot of products on the floor. Uh, They were a European dealer, so they had a little more money. And they just chose to actually invest some of their time and money into selling apparel for men and women. They had an incredible selection for men as well. Um, so I learned a lot at that time, and I thought I should write this down, and I should share it. Now, and Ruby, do, you,
0: do you know what your demographic is of the people that are hitting the, the gear check site?
4: Well, I guess over the past decade, um, certainly my demographic is mostly women. But I do get, I would say, a good chunk of men, maybe 30%, are male. because. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, thank you, uh, because the other thing that I noticed was, it's not just women having a hard time, guys have a hard time too, oh, yeah. and and I found that there was, we right, everybody has, everybody has trouble, I don't care how imperfect or perfect you think you are, you, inevitably, there's some issue, well, my feet are too big, well, my hands are too small, whatever, and people, all, everyone has an issue, and they're always trying to find stuff that works, so, my tips and my fit advice is gender neutral you know it's making sure that you're checking your fit on your bike you know making sure that everything fits right for your motorcycle and it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman those are things you want to check so i also found that a lot of this advice was useful to men and hopefully brought more women because maybe they would tell their women like hey I was looking at this thing online and you should check it out. And I get a lot of that. So I I would say by this point, because I don't really have gender specific stats in that, but I would say at least from feedback and emails, I have a, I'd say a solid male audience in addition to the female one. Um, But at this point in my writing career, I'm like 13, 12 years in and now I um, yeah. And in the past few years, my focus has not that it's left gear, because it's still something I'm passionate about, but, but I think there's a greater need. And so I've started to really um, hone some of my experience and then write that down when it comes to riding bigger, taller, heavier bikes. There you go.
3: And yeah. and, that's and,
4: and, uh, that's uh, and how to advance your motorcycle career and how to get to the next level. Like, how do you go from... Say you've been riding a little Vulcan five hundred yeah. for a couple years, but you really want to ride an adventure bike. Right. But that's a totally different bike, yeah. and it probably has six more inches of seat height, which you've never experienced. Yeah, and so, more weight and everything. Exactly. Yeah. And how do you make that jump without complete failure? Because right. let's face it, to make that jump, it's not easy, right? Well, it was to, intimidation, to, to right the, it's intimidation right there, definitely. I mean, Keep it, it can be intimidating, and then and. For um, some people, it just might take a lot longer than they thought. And what I've realized is that so many people want to be able to succeed so quickly, like they want to ride an adventure bike now and be good at it now. But that is absolutely impossible. Yeah, it's- and that's that's no. why you have
2: a lot of I, you know, you, you you hear a lot of newbies getting on bikes and doing exactly what you just said, and then that's yes. when you that's when you end up having an accident.
4: Uh, I mean, that too, but I think just the act of, okay, I sold this cruiser, now I'm going to buy an F800GS or an F700GS or, you know, some adventure bike, and I'm failing, and I can't, I keep dropping it, or I don't know if I can ride it. And Mm. then on top of that, just also even the new riders that don't know where to start, especially when they are smaller, because in, I think, in the motorcycle world, when you have to when you look at a bike, say you're gonna buy whatever, be it a cruiser, be it a sport bike or an adventure bike, there's always the issue of seat height. Yeah. And and for me that's just a, a really touchy subject because I feel that we've been brainwashed to think if if your inseam is X, then the bike's inseam must also be X. And I that's know. never the case. No. It just really isn't. Because- well,
0: we're, we're extremely guilty I- of that because seat <laughs> height is one of the things that we always talk about on this show a lot. Because, yeah. again, we're cruiser guys, and we're looking at bikes that are 24, 25, 26 inches off the ground. That's what we're looking at. And meanwhile, then there's bikes like what you ride where you're up around 28, 29, 30 or more.
4: 31 and a half is mine. See, wow. Uh, But that's that's unladen, right? That's not even sitting on it. That's just a tape measure. Right. While while it's propped up on its side stand taking a picture. And so there are so many other things to take into consideration. But the other thing that I've noticed is People are making horrible mistakes about what bike to buy. They are they are not taking the time. They are not Googling. They are not listening to podcasts. They are not doing the <laughs> homework.
2: Yeah, like your podcast. They're not researching I, at all.
4: Right. They're not spending except, hey, what do you ride? Oh, I bought this R twelve hundred G S, you should buy one. You know, yeah, I mean what about even
2: test rides too? That's so important.
4: Right, test can. rides. I mean, but people aren't taking the time and then they're getting intimidated or they give up or whatever. Or I just I just feel like there's so much emphasis on seat height. but Well, you know, but, one
0: of the greatest resources that's out there that a lot of people need to take advantage of is the things like the IMS show and AIM. This is okay. where you can go and check. you can actually sit on these motorcycles and get a feel for them there.
4: Yes, and certainly go to your dealerships yeah. um, and go to used bike shops. Um, yeah, go anywhere you can. and But even beyond that, just... How do you, when you look at a bike and say you go to the BMW website and you're looking at their bikes and all you see are these numbers and these numbers just scream at you, your inseam is not 31 inches. (laughs) And then you decide, okay, well, I'll do something else. But that doesn't mean anything. I mean, it, it does to a degree, but there are so many other factors that you have to take into consideration, like suspension. You know, if you're a 200 pound guy and you're six foot tall you have a very different response to suspension than me because I'm like 130 and I'm 5'2", and so So my experience even with the same inseam it's going to be different and there are other things to think about like ergonomics, like where are the handlebars, how close are they, you know, where's the tank, how high is the tank, how skinny is the tank, how about that seat, you know, um, Like, in my experience, I have found that Corbin seats are not a good match for my body type. They're a great seat, but they don't work for my body because they're too wide, and my and I'm small, so I need a narrower seat with a certain shape so that my knees are always closer together to the tank, so then it drops my seat height, right? right? gets my feet closer to the ground, of course. And, and that can make the biggest difference, and... And for me, what was surprising is is that when we bought these Triumphs on my on my husband's bike, it's set for him two hundred ten pounds, six foot tall. So, he's he's got a thirty two inch inseam or something mm-hmm. so when he sits on that he smushes it down a little bit and it's perfect but when i sit on it it doesn't, go I, it doesn't move <laughs> <anymore>. no, <laughs> right? it's like sitting on a brick wall nothing's yeah, right. moving right. and i'm and i'm on my tippy toes so much so that i can't get both toes at once down i actually have to i have to carefully hop to one side without dropping the bike yeah, that wow.
0: Was, okay wow
4: but a, have he,
1: you dropped it though
4: no Never.
0: Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. Oh, snap. <laughs> if you've heard our podcast, but we have somebody here on the show who drops oh. their bike every now and then. No,
4: no. but, yeah, his, but mine's a 1,000 pounds. <laughs> true. Um, that's a different issue. His is only like 460. I mean, it's not that heavy. Thank God. But here's the trick. Here's the thing that I found awesome. My bike has the same seat height as his bike. But I can absolutely get both toes down, balls of my feet. I'm, I mean, I'm not flat foot by any stretch but I can one I can do one flat left which I can never do on his and we have the same seat height
3: That's weird. That's weird. And
4: and the reason is because ergonomics and suspension those two things make the biggest difference and it's not weird if you think about the differences in the two vehicles because his bike has a fat wide tank. Uh-huh. So a big fat tank, but mine is skinny and longer. And it's the almost the same volume within a quarter gallon.
2: Oh, I get it. Almost oh, okay. the design. I get it.
4: So that now my knees come together. I'm, I'm. It's a skinnier um, sit. And then I revalve my rear shock. So I got a whole new rear shock. I got an Olean's. So now my shock responds to my weight.
2: So see, so you did customize it. Like you, you, you made yeah. the bike for you.
4: I did. But here's the thing: before I even bought that shock, and I had the stock one on. I still hit the ground a lot closer than his bike and it was purely due to the ergonomics the other killer for me on his bike was his seat was like sitting on a slope like the back end of the seat was tilted up like oh, almost it. on a So I just forced bike. you
0: to the front of the bike
4: Exactly and it pushed me up on my toes but my bike the seat was flatter Okay and much more conducive to like not a saddle, but it just had a regular seat fit to it right, right. and not this awkward slope. So it didn't pick me up onto my toes. So all these things got in my way, but the seat height wasn't it. It was everything else on the bike. So, what was the okay. model of your,
2: uh, what kind of triumph is it?
4: So what I have is a Street Triple R. Okay. And mine's a 2012. And what he has is a 2007 Speed with a P Speed Triple, and he has a stock suspension. And um, uh, I'll send you a link on my website. I have a an article. Actually, if you just go to my website, there's on the homepage is a link to this article that I wrote about seat heights and um, just the various things that you want to look at when you're just thinking about a bike and. And really, like, what does the seat height really mean? Right, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 it's 32 inches. Fine. But Joanne, what does that mean, you know?
1: Joanne, have you ever ridden a ridden these, uh, cruiser?
4: I have. My last cruiser experience was miserable, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I was over um I, I actually had a blast, like, riding it. I rode a older, maybe five years, Dyna Wide Glide. Um, okay. I don't okay. know what that means. That's, but, that's, okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and and my legs were so short that I had to scoot forward and sit on the tank to
0: because the seat was the so big.
4: Because the, the the length of travel from my hip to the brake, just to the pedals. Oh so really? I've got a twenty eight inch inseam, and so just the <laughs> just the reach to the pedals i had to scoot up yeah. to get my toes under the shifter
0: you need to try a sportster <laughs> that's what you need to you oh. need to get on the, the sport the roadster that's oh. the bike you need to get on
4: she needs to be on my wow.
2: bike that, that Triumph there those are nice bikes man I
0: do. but
4: in 2000 oh i don't know i'd say maybe 2005 i did ride a sportster 883 nice I and it. um and and sure it was fun i rode around the parking lot a little bit but i missed my ninja <laughs> uh, I, I'm just a sporty girl. I, I understand. It, you know, in a perfect world, I honestly would be riding a track bike, like a race-level bike. That's but we were
0: I, just talking about that earlier.
4: But but I can't anymore. Gee, I'm, she's got um, skills.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I, I want to ride for more than five minutes.
3: There you go. So, <laughs> um,
4: I need to ride like three or 400 miles a day. You know, I like to do 200 wow. to 400. So I need something that will let me sit up and be pretty comfortable, but uh, oh, not pr- pretty, like...
0: Pretty and comfortable or pretty <laughs> comfortable?
4: Um, I already got the first one covered. Okay, <laughs> oh,
0: good. All right. So, comfortable's got to so, come. you
4: know, like all day comfort, but I um I don't want to sit up so much that I'm like falling asleep. You know, I like 90 degrees is too comfortable. I like a nice slightly forward angle well, and uh the my fat boy
2: is uh i is is like a, a recliner so. yeah if you, if you have a couch yeah, glide, i, like I always fall asleep sometimes yeah. when i'm riding long yeah no
4: yeah. no i i probably would i totally would so i like the slightly forward but not like right. way down kind right. of thing so um, now so that's why
0: so on gear trick you do, you you're giving everybody this wonderful yeah. fantastic advice now i want to move on to some of these questions that i have for yeah, you all sure. right now now um Christy, she had sent over some replies. Did she send those to you as well?
4: Oh, uh, no, she did not. Okay, so
0: I have I have her replies to some cool. of the questions. Now, I cool. can read through her answers uh, as well, just to give everybody an idea of what uh, two voices coming from the Motorific Podcast. But sure. for right now, let's go get into this. So you and Christy, on your podcast, you talk about women in motorcycling. Yeah. And do you think women in motorcycling is represented well enough in the motorcycle industry, especially with regards to the motorcycle manufacturers?
4: Um, I would say no. Uh, I'd say that, that that there we're certainly, I think, doing better than we used to like 10, 20 years ago, uh-huh. and there's far more representation than there used to be. Um, but I'd say we could use a little bit more. I think that part of it also is it's tough because... As a number, we're not 50% no. of the fighting population in the United States. We're more like 20. Um, and so it's really hard to get the representation without that higher number. But I think that it's moving in the right direction.
0: Actually, I have—I do have a number for you. Right? In, you two, a number. in 2003, the estimated was 9.6%. Of the owner, motorcycle owners in America were women. In owners, twenty, yep. in twenty fifteen, that number went to fourteen percent. Yep. That's so it's so not a lot.
4: It's a slow it's burn, defi- but at least it's happening. Yeah, it's definitely going up. And those are numbers from the Motorcycle Industry Council, right? Right. Yep. Um, but definitely going up. But that's still less than twenty, right? And that's that's owners. Ownership is still only at fourteen percent compared to what, what would of the eighty six for male ownership so we still have a ways to go in that but i think that that there's definitely far more visibility than there used to be but we can i think we still have a lot way to far to go
0: oh yeah you know. now uh christy replies representing women in print media is on a slow crawl to improvement yes. brands like indian harley and bmw have been inclusive of women in their marketing materials and not yep. just limiting their images to pillion riders Yeah. In my opinion, you don't need to go out of your way as a manufacturer to be inclusive of women in your marketing. Just resist the urge to always portray as pillion passengers or riding the smallest motorcycle.
3: Right. Yeah. While
0: it's not my personal preference, sometimes I have to ride a really big bike in both seat height and or displacement. And like anyone short, tall male or female, the only time it becomes an issue is when I stop. So I make the conscious effort to take that into consideration. That's what she says with regard to that. Um, Now, as far as it goes for uh, the motorcycle industry, what do you think the motorcycle industry can do to encourage more women to ride?
4: Oh, God. They could do, I mean, so many things. There are so many things that I think companies can do, Um, everything from just changing that marketing message like Christy talked about. Um, and including women prominently in marketing.
0: Absolutely. You know, oh, yeah.
4: the, if you just think about the stereotypical motorcycle image or biker image right, in right. a TV, in a TV show, in a movie, in a magazine, it's always a guy and then a girl on the back and on a cruiser.
2: Well, Harley no Davidson bet. just, uh, in a past couple right? of years, I don't know if you've seen it. They changed it. They have this, uh, little like, uh, documentary thing. they made. I can't even remember the girl's name. Um... Which, and it's it's a Harley Davidson commercial. And it turned out to be a commercial for her, and she's riding across the state on a uh, on like a I think a twelve hundred sports or something like that, or or, uh, or Fat Bob or something. But the fact that it was a woman was fantastic because yeah, all I mean, it was was a woman.
4: I think Harley certainly has done a lot more than other brands to 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 actually feature women in motorcycling and their ads and and marketing, and other brands should be following that lead as well. Um, but I think. Also, there's that number and it and I'm sure it must get in the way of their decision making. Well, it's only 14%, right, right, right. You know. But yeah. also, there are probably not nearly as many women at the top making those decisions. So the other thing is we've got to get more women in the motorcycling industry up way up there with the decision makers, you know in, in key positions, in the marketing positions, in the executive editorial positions you know, making big decisions right? because there could be a million women um, at a certain level. But if they're not the ones who are making the decisions or even are open receptive to these opinions and decisions, then that doesn't really help us. So I think that, and certainly the the marketing efforts could really change. Um, I think reaching out to the women in the motorcycling community as well and finding out like, Hey, what do you think? You know, what are you what are you doing? What's going on instead of just trying to stick to traditional marketing, quote unquote, tactics like you would sell, you know, um, another product for a woman uh, outside the motorcycle industry, you know, and I yeah. And so I think. Going out reaching out to us would be really nice. Um, many of us have been writing for a while in, and in the industry as well and but we're not really reached to ever about things that uh, you know we could provide tremendous insight on yeah. no. so, yeah, that's,
2: that's because it, it's probably you know it's like I said it started it started out unfortunately you know that's the history it started out as a as a man's world and, and it's not like that anymore.
4: So no, it's just, and, it's, it's just, and it's, we're alien, you know. Yeah, right. we're, we're,
0: Sometimes you are,
4: you know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they could be doing, I think, quite a few different things. I mean, I
2: know, I know about five uh, five women that I ride with occasionally, once on a blue moon. And uh, it's, like I said, I think it's great. I think it's always a great thing. The more and more I see uh, women on motorcycles, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, me too. Now, uh,
0: Christy says to that, If I said market responsibility, I'd be eliminating a segment of the population who are following the current trend to ride motorcycles. Propagating the idea that a pair of jeans and Converse are appropriate riding gear makes me cringe, but that is why we have the podcast. Our opinions on gear are pretty steadfast, and that can be polarizing at times. So we generally confine to our own site and let people enjoy it as they may. I love the fact that more women and men are riding motorcycles, but I want everyone to enjoy a lifetime of enjoyment and be well-informed and prepared. Trends trends come and go, but for everyone's benefit, I hope motorcycling becomes a passion that stays with them for life.
2: I want more women riding. you want to know why? Because on motorcycles, they're better riders than most men. Men (laughs) men ride their bikes like assholes. Sometimes. Sometimes. Well, well, I I know one one girl who's a racer and she she, she gets on it, but I mean she's still better than me for the guy's right now.
0: <laughs> Here's a, I got a great this is a great question and now in the I'm an avid cyclist and this is where Tim and Chris go. Oh that. my god! That's all right, great. so uh, now bicycle manufacturer, what's that?
4: Why not Bicycling's awesome.
0: Now bicycle manufacturers for probably I'm gonna I'm gonna say closer to 20 years now have been. Producing more women specific designed equipment and bicycles. Now, Trek was the leader in this. They started women specific designs, creating bicycle frames and bicycles and accessories and um, components that are more women specific. Because let's face it, if you've been living under a rock, women have different geometry than men. <laughs> right. oh, stop they do. It. I swear. Like you better tell that me they have different parts too. They do. <laughs> So you might want to Google this and look this up for sure. But uh-huh. is this t- is it time for motorcycle manufacturers to do the same?
4: Well, I don't. I'm kind of conflicted about that personally. Um, I find that yes, I think that to a degree, manufacturers should certainly offer options that assist us in certain ways. However, I think it's a fine line because personally, I've never needed a women-specific motorcycle to ride one and to ride one proficiently. Well, that was
0: the same thought with bicycles, too, until they said, well, you know what? This bicycle, I have to buy all kinds of new parts just to make this bicycle fit for me, which is the same thing as happening with you with the motorcycle. You have to buy all different types of parts.
4: I don't understand. I guess I would need someone in the industry to tell me, like, how would a women-specific brake lever help me why can't I just well, use um... the short lever that my <laughs> husband uses? Like, I would need to know from, a, I guess, a tech standpoint, if there is a benefit, then yeah. I would totally. I think that's awesome. Um, but I do find that when something is pitched as a women's specific motorcycle, you've now completely shut off options to me that I thought I had. Because now I, now I think it's got to be women's specific. Um, and I think that's what could happen to new riders entering the market because women have been riding the same bikes as men for a hundred years. As long as there have been motorcycles, women have been riding them. So I think that the the concern isn't so... Because I can see why the bicycle manufacturers have been producing um, women-specific design bicycles, but I would wonder, did they really need it? Like the... Only thing I could see is like a, having a step through, maybe bicycle. But even that, I actually, when I grew up riding bicycles, uh, my first 10 speed, I rode a man's bike. I didn't really notice the difference. Well, so, wouldn't it be a?
1: Pro- what about seats? The um seats
4: make sure. But that's hey, but seat height is the same for. Not even, men, not, even, right?
1: not, not even seat height. We're talking about the seat design.
4: Oh sure. I guess I could see that certainly being anatomy specific, but with motorcycling i feel like there aren't as many specific things that women need except gear because it's directly because it's your body right so i would have i'd be someone i think that would be a little difficult to persuade in that sense yeah because i've never needed anything like that ever um So what if they made the bike
1: pink? Would that help?
4: uh, Do you really want me to answer that? Oh, please do. Go. Please. Let it fly. Uh, I I don't think you want to get me started.
0: But um, we do. That's what we aim to do on the show is get everybody started.
4: Because I love the color, but I think what the industry and other companies and other industries have done with it is atrocious. They've taken a color that I like and they're turning it into something that it shouldn't be. Um, but I think generally, I, I personally don't see the need for a woman-specific motorcycle because, no need. I, you know, there's so many, we can already ride these bikes. Right. How, about, how about giving us a little bit more information about these bikes? How about a little more education? How about, you know, selling us the bike Instead of trying to sell us the bike.
0: There you go. Right. Exactly.
4: And because uh, I used to sell bikes a little bit at my last job. I was mostly apparel. But I would help the owner and do some bike sales and scooter sales. And um, I, you know, would always get weird questions like, well, I don't know if I can ride this. Because it's not for me. And I and I would always ask her, you know, what do you mean by that? It's, well, Of course it's for you. This is all for you. And me too. I mean, I don't... You know, look at me. I'm barely 5'3", and I can ride this, and I can ride that, and I can ride that. So I always find that to be a little touchy, and uh, I personally would love more information if if that's something that was available.
0: All right. Here's what Christy says. I think flexibility with ergonomics and not necessarily gender-specific motorcycles will benefit the market as a whole. Right. I have to admit, after attending a ladies' night sponsored by Harley-Davidson, that they've nailed it in terms of ergon- ergonomic flexibility. Yeah. Right there on the showroom floor, they can make adjustments before you even leave the showroom and take a bike from stock to personally fitted. And that, yeah. in my opinion, is what likely sways people to commit at the dealership.
4: Yes, there but is... see, that. that right there is an ergonomic cell, not a gender cell. And that is awesome. Right. That I would be totally on board with. And BMW does that. With the options, like different seat options and suspension options that they offer, they probably don't have it as slickly packaged as Harley, but they also offer a similar kind of thing where you can get a different seat, you can get different low suspension options. Right. Uh, But um, yeah, ergonomics is awesome.
0: She also goes on to say, There's plenty of room for innovation in the motorcycle industry when it comes to tailoring fit to anyone, be it male or female. I have a really long torso and long ape like arms, like me. So I sit high on the motorcycle, but the bars are never the correct height out of the gate. Long term fixes on my T100 and future bikes will probably include risers, and as long as the option is available, I am content. So that's her opinion on the whole thing. Um, now. <laughs> What moving away from the uh, the whole the motorcycle specifications and all that? What are some of the social groups, events, and clubs that uh, support women in motorcycling that our listeners could know about?
4: Um, I, there's so many. I mean, there's so many organizations. Um, one is the Women's Coalition of Motorcyclists, and it's a nonprofit organization um, that's trying to increase the vast numbers of women uh, riding motorcycles over, by 2020. And so they have various efforts where they do, like they'll sponsor you if you want to train to be an MSF rider coach oh. and send you to the rider coach school. Yeah, um, and, or send you to a dirt bike school to learn how to ride dirt bikes with Shalina Moreta. Um that's, that's a really fun thing. Um, I think that there are a lot of bloggers and uh, a lot of websites that are putting together events um, there's, I just saw, I think, is it Rawhide or another uh, dirt group? They're doing a women-specific dirt bike class. Oh. And so it's, yeah, it's taught by women, for women. Um,
0: we like I, women I, playing in dirt.
4: I'm trying. <laughs> I do, too. What if it's um, mud? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I, <laughs> oh, See? 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 Uh-huh. It, it, it went there. I it went there. there. I'm the guy that crossed the I... line, and they, they're the assholes that went there. <laughs> the
2: fucking douches. I'll like
4: have to find the link and share it with All you. Right. Um, so there, that I remember seeing that this week, and I just cannot remember the name of it. Um, uh, one of the events that I went to last year, the Women's Sport Bike Rally, if you're a sport bike person, that's every year. They're in their 11th season, 11th year, and okay. it's always at the Dragon. Ooh. So, yep, it's always at Deal's Gap. Um, and I, I, I sponsored last year, but this year I couldn't. I didn't have enough vacation time because I, I, would need a week, you know, to get down there and back. Yeah. So um, I couldn't do that one. Well, you already
0: blew a week going down to Virginia. So. I
4: went. <laughs> well, now that we moved here, Virginia is a, a must vacation every year because the riding there is phenomenal. It is unparalleled to what's here or New York. We're gonna have West, to go. Uh, right, of
2: Virginia definitely.
4: Yeah, West Virginia, Virginia is phenomenal, North Carolina. It's awesome. Um, oh. from, from California, very California centric riding. Oh.
0: Now hey, uh, yeah. Tell us about the Sisters Centennial Ride and how much of it did you do?
4: So speaking of events, uh-huh. um, the, the Sisters Ride you know, was a once it was a hundredth anniversary commemorative ride. Um, if you didn't if you don't know about it. It started in Brooklyn. It went to San Francisco in July from the third to the twenty fourth. And the whole point of the ride was to remember and recognize and honor the memory of the two women who were the first women to ride their own motorcycles across the U.S.
0: The Van Buren sisters.
4: Right. And that was 1916 on Indian Power Pluses, little 125s or I think little 100s. Yeah, in the dirt, too. They were off, you know, on uh, unpaved roads uh, most of the way. And um, so it was a commemorative ride to retrace their route, loosely, re- mostly, like they hit all the cities that the sisters hit. But of course, now we have roads, <laughs> so we don't yeah. have to ride. We didn't have to ride through a farm field. Um, I did the New York, Massachusetts and partial Pennsylvania route, and then I flew to San Francisco to do the last two days wow. from nevada to san francisco nice so yeah so i did uh, my husband and i actually did the first five days which was brooklyn on sunday to springfield massachusetts monday and tuesday and then um sayer pennsylvania on thursday and uh it was great um i'd never ridden in massachusetts on my motorcycle i'd never ridden my bike to brooklyn that was cool Um, Yeah, I'd never ridden my bike into New York how
0: How many miles did you do on that whole thing?
4: Um, that one was actually pretty short. I think we only clocked like 7 or 800. It was... Only less,
0: 7 or 800. Only.
4: Well, it was five days. for <laughs> It was not that much. Well, she likes five to days. do 300
1: at a time. So that
4: was yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, it was a good... It was like 200 miles a day of riding-ish. Maybe 150, 200. Because there was some sites, you know. We went to the Springfield Museums. If you've never been up there, that's a killer trip. Um, Springfield, Massachusetts is the birthplace of Indian motorcycles. Ooh, and, yeah, and actually some other companies that used to manufacture cars. So the museums there honor um, old car manufacturers that don't make cars anymore. And there's an Indian exhibit. Um, there's a uh, if you're anyone, a uh, 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 sorry, a gun advocate or um, enthusiast, mm-hmm. um, they had an exhibit on Springfield. And so um, it, it was just really cool. So... We did that, and then we took a tour of the Westover Air Force Base uh, nearby in Springfield. It was awesome. So I did five days in the beginning and then just the two days um, at the very end to cross the Golden Gate Bridge.
1: Did Christy do it with you?
4: She did the, yes, she did the San Francisco Day.
1: Wow. Nice. she,
4: She rode up from SoCal, and we rode, yeah, everybody. It was a huge group, so I actually didn't get to ride next to her. I rode... Um, I actually borrowed a BMW, um, lucky me, and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was actually quite amazing. Um, and I rode with the – because it was sponsored by BMW Motorrad and by BMW um, uh, USA as well. So the cars, BMW cars and the bikes were sponsoring. So I got to ride in the front with the BMWs because the first dozen bikes were all Beamers.
3: Oh, nice. Um,
4: yeah, to cross the bridge and ride together. So, um yeah, I got to ride in front with uh, the organizer Elisa Klickinger and Sarah Schilke, who's the marketing director for BMW Motorrad North America. Ooh! Wow.
0: Thanks. So, I want to ask you now: <laughs> Do you have a dream ride that you would like to do?
4: Um, right now, anyway. Well, I guess there's two things that I want to do. One, I actually want to do a full cross-country coast to coast. Yes. Um, because I didn't get to do that. I got the beginning and then everyone left. Yeah. I want to do that. And my husband really wants to do that too. Mm -hmm. So I think next year we're going to try to plan for like a two week, um, ride across and then maybe just have the bikes shipped back just so that we can do a nice long trip to get across country, you know? Yeah. And then my other dream ride would be to go ride again in Ireland. um, I hear that's summer. very
0: nice. I hear that's very nice. Oh, already.
4: it is awesome. I only did one day, like three years ago, I got to do one day. I did a Saturday from like noon to five or 11 to five in Dublin. And it was awesome. And I didn't get to go to the other side of the island because Dublin is like on the far west side. Mm-hmm. And then if you ride to the east side of the island, that's where the castles are. Oh. Yeah, and so I really want to go back and, like, spend a week just riding around Ireland. It's everything I want to do. Those are yeah. Yeah. So those are the two in my near future, but I'm sure later I'm going to want to do other stuff, too. But right like next year, I really want to do cross-country.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's nice. You should do a perimeter tour. Take a, <laughs> take a few weeks and do the whole perimeter.
4: Well, maybe. The thing is, (laughs) working where I work, it's very difficult to take off three weeks of vacation at one time. So we might be limited to, like, a half-country tour, maybe, like, here to Colorado, like, to Ure, the little Switzerland of the U.S. Mm -hmm. That's supposed to be, like, riding in Switzerland.
0: Nice.
4: Um, Yeah, they have some cool mountain passes up there. So maybe it'll just be that instead. There you go. Yeah. So,
0: what's coming up for uh, Gear Chick and uh, Motorific Podcast? What's, what's What can we expect from you guys?
4: So, from my end, from the Gear Chick side, I am planning this winter to have completed by spring some videos. Um, I have not delved into the video side of things, so I am going to be trying to put together little short one to three minute videos on a variety of topics from gear things to just motorcycle things like seat heights or um glove fit or i don't know i've kind of yet to flesh this out but i'm i'm putting i'm gonna try to put together some useful quick little videos that are for everybody not just women not just men but anyone who wants to ride um and that's hopefully by with next spring like march april Wow. And then, yeah, hopefully sooner I'll get a couple going. Cool. And then for, for Motorific, I think we're just going to try to get together more often. We we both had a lot of vacations this summer and mm-hmm. trips, and so we didn't really coordinate our travel plans so that we would both be home at the same time. Right. So we skipped a lot of shows because we were out having fun. No
3: for So them. we're...
4: <laughs> Yeah, we're going to try to get back on our bi weekly, every two weeks schedule. Great. And um, yeah, we're going to try. Um, so, how yeah. can everybody
0: get in touch with you guys and where can they hear you and all that?
4: So, you can find us on iTunes as well at Terrific, um Podcast and then also on our website, moterrific.com. And Christy is on Twitter as ADVGoddess and of course I'm on Twitter and uh, Facebook and uh, some other feeds as Gear Chick Mm -hmm. Um, also on Instagram you can find Christy as Motorific Media Mm -hmm. Um, so we're always posting there and then you can find me on my blog GearChick.com and uh, always on Facebook Um, so feel free to email me I get a lot of people who just send emails with random gear questions I'm always thrilled or short questions you know what
0: uh, absolutely um <laughs> so what else I want to ask you oh but I want to let you know that uh I have a link to your podcast on our webpage. <laughs>
4: oh thank it, you it's been there for a Thanks. while
0: um what I'd like you to do is if you could send me some of those links you're we talking about some of those groups and some of those events and I'll put those uh, in the show notes so that everybody sure. can check that out I will put links to uh gear check and of course the Motorfin podcast in these show notes as well um <laughs> Anything you want to know or don't want to know about us?
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what do you guys do in your day? Daytime? I mean, this is. Like, oh, all we, do
0: you we really do? want to talk about? Okay, well,
1: do we want to talk about that?
0: Okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> there's not much to say. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure?
0: Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, Tim, you can go on.
1: I'm a mailman. Exciting, huh?
4: Nice. Yeah, hey, nice. mail. Hey, and and I, I want my mail. <laughs> Chris and I have the
0: easiest jobs right now. We're both unemployed.
2: Yeah, I'm an IT oh. guy though.
0: Yeah, Chris is an oh. IT guy, and uh, I uh, I do uh, engineering drawings on computer. You know, I'm a CAD oh. guy. A CAD guy. Got it. That's what so I you're do. An engineer? No, right. I'm not an engineer. I'm smart. Oh. I'm smarter than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm I'm a graphics guy. That's what I do. Oh, okay. You no, know, but this is what I like doing. I like doing the podcast. This is this is more fun than anything I do. But, uh, sure, I uh, mean,
4: I yeah, I wish I could do this yeah, they can just ride motorcycles, but no one will give hey, me money. Right? I say. see. I'm Every... trying to get paid to ride a motorcycle so... all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. That's... That's the dream, you yeah. know, In the meantime, though, I uh, if I could, I would love to plug uh, my employer. I work at Revzilla.com.
0: Revzilla, I love, love RevZilla. RevZilla. Yeah. Yeah. Revzilla, love them guys. So,
4: since you guys are so close, you should come out to the store. We are in the Navy Yard.
0: Have you met right, Anthony?
4: Right by the. Uh, I met Anthony like eight years ago.
0: Oh, okay, I um, want to. I Anthony, want to get him on the show.
4: Oh yeah, that that you might have to get in touch with his people. He's a he's, he's, a he's, busy he's got man. he's got
0: he's got people.
4: He's got people. He's also our CEO. Right. So he, yeah, he's a very busy man. But sure, get you should reach out and see what he says. Um, <laughs> I tell, I'm
0: going to use your name as a reference. I'm going to say, <laughs> Joanne says it's okay that you come on our show.
4: Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Wait, you should, you, could, can you
1: get him on your show? That's the question. Yeah. Right. Yeah, really.
4: uh, He's got better things to do. Oh, um, <laughs> but you guys don't have better things, so you wow! should. Wow! Wow! wow!
0: Ow, <laughs> she... You know,
1: she doesn't even hold <laughs> it. Wow! Back. Look
0: at that. So they see you said you know,
4: you... this was an adult rated. It show. is. It is. You <laughs> so,
0: you stooped to our level.
4: I uh, yeah, and, and so I want to plug our store because we have a actual store with all the apparel you ever need: helmets, jackets, boots, pants, gloves. And that's what I do full-time. I work in the Revzilla store, and I answer questions, and I talk to people about riding and gearing up. And um, I would love it if you'd come out and visit us. We're open Tuesdays to Sundays. Or Saturdays. All right. Yeah, All right. Very like good. Ribzilla. Tuesdays to Saturdays. I so we'll make it a lie. I watch the videos
2: that they do on uh, uh, reviews and stuff. Yeah,
0: I, I do like to watch a lot of those videos. Yeah, I do.
2: I love watching <laughs> their videos. They're good
4: reviews. Oh, boy. You guys need to find something else to do in the script. Tell me,
0: what do you think of the rocker uh, jeans, riding jeans?
4: I actually think rocker jeans are awesome, and if I were a man, I would absolutely be wearing them. But wow. uh, I am a small woman, and they just don't <laughs> fit me. No? I think they're incredible. I think rocker jeans are really the next, really as good as your technical textile tech riding pants. They, uh, they are. I mean, in, in depending which model. They're expensive. Um, they are expensive, but it's just as if you bought a pant made out of Kevlar. Yeah. You know, that would be expensive. Right. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of technology. There's a lot of protection and a lot of safety. And that is always going to cost more money. But they're worth every penny if you truly want something that's 50 50 protective and stylish, because it's really difficult to find something that's equally protective and looks good.
0: Did you just read that out of the catalog?
4: <laughs> no. my job. That's what I do every day. We She's sell them in the She's
0: good. You convinced there, me. They're there.
4: You I'm to go buy in.
2: 10 pair now.
0: now have, you ever, <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, dragon jeans?
4: Of course. We, we also actually stock that as well. And um, I used to sell those at my last job as well. And, and they're nice. I actually think for the price point, you get a very good jean. However, I'm going to call them out and say add some armor pockets because well, none they do. of them have uh? uh in, I just saw
0: all, on their website just something about they, they have uh, one set of jeans that they sell and it has armor in it, in the hips one, and the knees.
4: One set of jeans, then. They need to do that for every jean. Yeah. Because when you withhold something like that, you've just decided for your customer what they'd want. Ah, And good point. that's not fair, right? That's not fair because you may not want it, but someone else may. And now they can't wear your, your jean because there's no pocket. Yeah. So, my. That's my only complaint is once they evolve that, I think that's a killer pant. It's a different level of pant, though, than a rocker jean. Okay. I think in terms of finish and fit and technology because, for example, those really expensive waterproof ones you probably looked at, they're like five or four ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. They are seam-sealed waterproof like 100% waterproof and they also have a sea change membrane lined in there which is fancy speak for really breathable. Okay. And they have, yeah, and the whole pant is made of Dynatec denim which is a shoulder fabric so it's just an incredible piece of safety in this hiding behind this cute little jean.
0: I want to see if I can get some uh, few pairs of that for us to demo and check out and review. That would be oh, cool.
4: you, good luck with that. I... <laughs> Yeah. I, I hope you can, but I think they're awesome. You should definitely consider that as a as an everyday riding camp.
0: Well, Joanne, I want to thank you very much for being on the show. This was an absolute pleasure. Uh, oh, we thanks. we we've never had a woman on the show. Uh, oh, to, and this is you were the first
2: and a knowledgeable oh, wow. one too, you are, and uh, one that puts <laughs> all of us to shame in yes, riding. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're awesome. So you're awesome on so many levels.
0: You ride more than we do. You know your shit, and and and. You made us look stupid. Yeah, we're stupid. a bunch of girly men. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever.
4: Well, I don't know what part of Jersey you guys are in, but we'll have to meet halfway. We're in,
0: uh, well,
2: you know, it's funny. central, central Jersey. Uh, yeah. Philadelphia is about
4: okay. an
0: hour and a half from us. Now, oh,
4: like, wait, so New Hope would be like a middle. Oh, park. New Hope is awesome. I love the yeah. New Hope ride,
2: we take the back roads all the way out there. Yeah. Okay,
4: my favorite place is to go about forty minutes north of New Hope, uh, right
2: up
0: thirty-two.
4: Um, up there, it's I can't remember the name of town. There's a little coffee and ice cream place. Awesome. On the water there, so we'll have
2: to meet halfway. Yeah, cool. We can do that. Absolutely. Pick the day, and I'll meet you on a weekend. We'll do it. (laughs)
4: Sounds good. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, thank you
2: very much for
0: being on the show. Uh, Again, check out uh, Joanne and Christy on the Motorific podcast, and also go check out Gear Chick and get all your stuff that you need for uh, your women riders out there and people who are of short stature. Right.
2: Stature. That's right. Stature. Stature. Statue. Yeah. We have short <laughs>
0: statues. really short people
2: st- who have small statues <laughs> you, you also. Have, you
1: have clothes for yeah. short statue people? <laughs> oh.
0: See, okay, see, see what I put up with? <laughs> yes, this is my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, Joanne, thank you very much for being on thank the show. Thank you, Joanne. Take care, and, um, You got ride safe out there, okay?
4: Thanks, you too. Have a good night. All right, guys, have take care. Bye. Bye.
0: Well, there you have it. That was great. I yes. had uh, Joanne on the show. That was fantastic. So we learned something tonight.
1: Yes, that she we don't rides. know very much. We don't know very much,
0: <laughs> but we already knew that. We already knew that. We we, we, well, we, 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 we don't boast that we know anything. That's right. That's what, why why brag that we're she knows a lot. She knows a lot.
1: Well, she works in the industry, so yeah, she works in the industry. She loves riding, which is yeah.
0: Uh, actually, type. if you you know if you she's like
1: the queen, like she's
2: one. That's a hardcore rider right there.
0: She, absolutely. No, I mean, she rides. Just, I mean, just, that's
2: funny because I, you know, shit, I'm going to be like, I, I hear any of my, uh, my posturing uh, biker guys, oh, I ride. No, no you I'm don't. I'm going to be like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I know Let a me woman ta- now. Let me tell that you. piss on you and shit on you <laughs> as riding.
0: I don't know if Joanne would do that, but
2: I would know, <laughs> just do it for her. <laughs> just out of enjoyment, just, to just but
0: I uh, I forgot to tell Joanne, but I, s- I stole this picture off of her website. This is this is Joanne, and she's leaning on it. I, I assume that's her triumph.
2: They're um, sharp so, looking bikes. You, know. you see how they're they're quite not. Yeah. They're like they they look like a little like the uh, you know the rockets, but not quite as low and you know what I'm saying. It's a cool, cool
0: bike. I, I I don't know that I would. Well, for me, it's always been on. my
2: knees because we got the—I got the bad knees. I mm-hmm. can't do that. I can't sit on those bikes and bend my knees like that. Yeah, I, tried. I, tried. I don't, I don't I've want to sit forward. A couple of the guys I know that I, that ridden, like Massimo, when he had his racer and stuff. Yeah. I know a couple other guys that I ride with occasionally. They got racers, and uh, I, I, you know, I like those. But the bikes are pretty sharp looking, man. They're, yeah. they're badass and they're all about speed. I can't, I can't do my knees like that. I got on a bike and I rode a bike. One of them, I can't do the knees. Can't.
1: Yeah. I personally out. just want to be bent over. I don't want to have to be yeah leaning forward. forward. You see, you know, forward. It, that, I, that bothers me. I, 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 I like
0: yeah. I like two positions. I like I like well <laughs> <down> several.
2: <laughs> you like two positions.
0: You know <laughs> your you homosexual know,
2: partner. As, as soon as the words <laughs> stopped, Laying as soon as the
0: words left sideways. my lips, <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. <laughs> Yes. As soon as that happened, <laughs> you went down the riding position. You're kind of lame.
3: No, uh, you're boring. Riding my
0: motorcycle, <laughs> the one position that I prefer is where I'm like kind of slouched in my seat and like just chilling back. And the other one that I like is kind of like the cafe racer feel.
2: That's why I like to try Bonneville. Uh, i sat on one of those too. Um, and I tell you what, if you
0: do the if you do the de- and, and I hate to sound like I'm like I'm just repeating myself over and over, but try the sport the, the sports the roadster. The Harley Roadster, it's got the same feel to it. Sure, it man, oh man, that, that Those are the two riding positions I like. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was great having. It. I really, I'm glad she came on because that was that was a first for us, you know, to have a, a woman on the show I think like it's that. Great. Well, we
1: did. Um, had a, we had a, we had a woman on the show, didn't we? No. Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we did. I don't. no yes, we mom. Did. Nope. You you forget, man? We had a girl on from uh, uh, Harley. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. That's
0: right. I forgot. But not in this capacity. Joanne was telling us about the whole biking thing. Yeah. uh, Jen was telling us about the Harley thing. So uh, we got uh, upcoming events. We got nothing really going on. Yeah,
2: we do. There's actually an important event coming up on this. Tell us about it, Chris. That's what I was uh, doing on uh, taking notes before. It's actually for uh, a fellow biker um, who died, unfortunately, a couple of months ago. Um, He had a bad accident, Mm -hmm. uh, did not make it. Um, He's a close friend of my friend. Um, I only met him a couple of times. I didn't really know him all that well. Um, But still, uh, he passed away in an accident. Uh, They're having a benefit for him at the crossroads in Garwood, New Jersey. Uh, The benefit starts at 1 o'clock and goes till six this Sunday, September 25th. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, uh, all the benefit money is going to help his, because he left a daughter behind him. Oh, dear. Mm, that's a sell. So, so that's a that's a rough one. I don't like to hear bikers going down and losing their life like that. Yeah. But uh, what time does this start again? Uh, the benefit starts at one o'clock at Sunday, the September twenty fifth, at Crossroads okay. in Garwood. All right. And it goes until uh, you know, one one o'clock to six p.m.
0: Okay. Now, is there a uh, what's the entry fee? Or uh, Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars to get up don-
2: It's a is, is donation because this is going to the family.
0: Okay. All right.
2: And uh, there's going to be uh, you know naturally it's a it's a it's a bar. There's going to be food and and great dj and music and, i think i will be there there's gonna be uh, gift giving and are all you're gonna
0: be of there? stuff
1: yes and
0: you're gonna be there
1: i might go okay i'll be there be I'm, doing, I'm doing i'm doing the of, uh, and a whole bunch of bikers will be there. i'm
0: doing a distinguished gentleman's ride in the morning and then i'll go home and i'll change and then i'll, uh, I'll show up go. good. Yeah. cool uh what do we got going on stuff that. that's the rides that's the calendar for the podcast here's some of the things we got going. we got a lot of guests coming up oh i'm mm. sorry um uh,
2: his uh, th- but, <laughs> I, I completely forgot. His name is Phil Lareiro.
0: Phil Larrero. This is okay. a benefit for Phil.
2: Yes, and uh, that's this Sunday, the twenty fifth at the Crossroads of
0: Okay, great. Thank you, Chris. <clears throat> that's great stuff. Uh, next week we have Liza from the Metal Cycles Misfits on the podcast. Uh, the week after that we're going to have uh, Steve from TT Cycles and my friend Rick Bennett from the um, Rustic Ridge Winery going to tell us about his bike collection. Uh, then we got uh, in October we got. Um, uh we have jeremy croker he's an author he's going to be on the show uh our friend glenn dupont is going to be back on remember glenn he did the uh he had the accident when he used the spot thing he's right. going to be on the show again on october 18th uh i will be in disney for the third week of october uh <laughs> we're going to have another woman on the show uh dev gas is the fashionista and she's going to be on. She was on the... Uh, I, I, you I just I,
1: said you're going to have another woman on the show. Yeah,
0: that's it. Okay. The fashionista, she's going to be on. And uh, we got Phil from the Cleveland Motos is going to be on in November, along with Mike from the Chopper Prophets. Ken Blanchard, he's a, uh, an author and a preacher. He's in uh, Maryland. He's going to be on. Larry from the V-Twin blog is going to be on. And we got a whole bunch more coming, too. And we got some special, cool things going to happen we're still waiting for confirmation yet on a couple other guests and they'll big, big stuff. Cool. Uh, okay, so that's again we have Woody is off uh, headed off around the world. Uh, we're going to have the map on the website and you can follow that. You're also going to once you're going to see pictures on the podcast as well. So you can check us out at the Motorcycle Men Podcast on Facebook and MotorcycleMen.us and of course we're on Twitter and Chris is managing the uh, Facebook uh, not sorry the the YouTube I'm
2: getting there man I'm getting better I'm getting better at it I just posted the last three episodes and what I'm going to try to do is after every episode we do I'll try to when you get it up I'll post it on YouTube when
0: I get it up when you get it up (laughs) I'll grab it oh smack it around a little bit
2: and then I'll post (laughs) it.
0: and that's how this show goes (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. I am Ted, uh, here on the Motorcycle Man Podcast, and I'm here with uh, Tim, the uh, Timbuktu. All right. We ride like nobody sees you. And then there's Chris. Keep going
2: shake Come for yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Ted. Everybody, everybody, please ride safe and pay attention out there.
2: Yes. No more crashing. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it.
0: information about the motorcycle men visit our website at www.motorcyclemen.us there you can join our mailing list or leave a comment and maybe give us some feedback we always welcome your thoughts if you would like to email the motorcycle men directly email to motomenpc at gmail.com don't forget to check us out on facebook twitter and youtube links for each of them are on our website if you would like to talk to us directly and tell us about your ride you can do that via skype our Skype name is MotoMenPC. And if you find yourself doing nothing on a Tuesday night between 7:30 and 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, check in with us and we'll make you part of the show. If you're a good guest, we just might send you some stuff.